Okay, welcome everyone. This is, I don't know, the sixth, uh, maybe fifth session of the City of Eyes, Tier 4, Ravenloft. I don't know if it's Cthulhu-esque so far at least, but Cosmic Horror, uh, Ravenloft Adventure. Um, we can, I'm looking on screen now, I can see everyone just um, clustered around in the place where you finished, not last fortnight, but fortnight ago. We had one, uh, missed one of our fortnightly sessions. Bit of an overview of what's just generally going on for anyone who might be uh, listening or interested or watching. Um, we have off, off weeks, at least through Flurry of Foes, so every second week it's this um, tier four, high level, high-powered, high ultra-high-powered campaign Everyone's level 16, um, and um, obviously the creepy Ravenloft setting. And every other fortnight we um, will be publishing um, uh, Wild Beyond the Witchlight, which is uh, currently at level three or four, um, and a bit more whimsical. Almost the mirror image of the two, the, the two campaigns are um, uh, opposites of one another. However, all of that aside, um, I just we were discussing just before the show, so I just wanted to remind anyone. Obviously, it's on Twitch as um, we're streaming now, but you know it's also all the past episodes are all available on YouTube and um, in podcast and pretty much any podcast that you would use, you can probably find it there. Looking up flurry of foes. Uh, this is season five, the most recent of those. So, I think without um, any me giving any more jibber-jabber at the start, we could launch straight into it. And I think, um, Eloran, your character was new to the party last and met up with the party last session. And, he um, did. Yeah, and maybe if you could give us Eloran's picture of last session's events. Um, sure. So, for Lauren, um, he is uh, a half-elf bard um, and has been brought to the city of Elysium and um, came, had a chat to a bartender, found out about this group and then was led towards them. Um, he was met by Ashtar, who was at a gate. There was somebody else there, didn't have done his name. <laughs> um, but anyway, we moved in and the group were talking to a lady by the name of Rosa, um, who was providing information on a spider and a missing girl. Um, we got a whole list of rules on how to interact with the spider. Um, the the finding her was up some stairs where there are some weaker spots. Um, but when we um, climbed the staircase and got to the top, it was blinding light. Um, and Lauren was kind of not entirely sure what to do. He heard some commotion going on before him. He wasn't sure where people were in front of him. So he went back and had a look and found that um, names, 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 uh, Duwenti and Cleon um, were injured and had to be left behind. Um, in understanding that, we, um, myself, Ashtar, Kor, Riddle, 
Um, we went back and joined with the group, and having travelled through the light, um, the spider turned out to be a very large celestial spider, <laughs> um, um, which freaked Lauren out just a little bit because nothing hit him, or at least nothing seemed to hit him. He definitely was immune to spells, um, although... Uh, the um, warlocks uh, eldritch blast into mm. you know so there was a lot of unsurety into with what what we could do we exceeded our time with the third we are one of the rules which is 13 minutes um and after a while i'm pretty sure the spider got a little bit sick of us though in fairness she was kicking our ass <laughs> um and then we descended back down the stairs um, picked up, um, somebody had disappeared. Yeah. Anyway, we had better head back down the stairs and we had a long rest provided by a Lauren's, um, mansion, which served hot food and water and beds and a safe place to stay. That was, uh... That's about it. Okay. Very good. Thank you for that. And, um, this is the mansion that you can see on screen. It's a magical gateway. Um, so everyone emerges from that, um, they've all rested, um, fitfully overnight. Um, you've sort of had quite a traumatic ex experience from the, the previous, you know, day's events. Um, so much so, in fact, that it might have, um, affected you you know, they're carried through into your waking times. And I'm going to need everyone to roll a wisdom saving throw in their sleep. Jump straight into it. Right? Uh, a question, how are we sipping? Because if anyone's sipping within 10 feet of Serozo, we get plus four to the throw. Let's, let's assume the paladins were, everyone had, was in their own mansion bed and not applying for this. You are not all cuddled up. Okay. Unfortunately. But I think it looks, it's looking pretty good. You guys are looking fairly... Uh, let's see. Wisdom saving throw. So core, I'm seeing a 20. Except me. <laughs> um, oh, crikey. Okay. 22 from Riddle. The tabaxi. Is that a 13 from Sir Lotto? Yep. Okay. With, with, your, with all your bonuses, Sir Lotto? Yeah, I rolled a four. Ooh, yeah. Okay. All right. And Lauren, you've um, toughed that out with a 15. Okay, so. Let's see. I'll describe it. As you, you're, um, you're drifting off to sleep or in the depths of your, of your sleep, um, you can hear the sound of a clock chiming and something moving just out of sight. And you wake in, you know, with a shock, in terror, um, calling out. And um, there's, you feel like there's been something following you through this, um, through this dark passages you've been tra traveling through. But every time you look, it's at the peripher peripheral of your vision and you look to where it is and it's not there. 
So it's just that something's watching you, it's out of sight, but you think you can see it at the edges of your, of your vision if you don't look directly at it. And I'm just jumping to let you know the effects. Okay. Uh, here we go. Um, can you roll D four for me, um, Ashtar? <laughs> sure thing. Yeah. D four. Okay, so when you all wake up, you you wake up and you look around and you can hear something, something, some sort of muttering, and it's Ashtar, and uh, going into Ashtar's chamber. Remember, you're in a magnificent mansion somewhere, so it's a fabulously comfortable, well-appointed place. And she's kicked off all of the blankets and things, and she's kind of curled up in the fetal position. And she's just rolling backwards and forwards with her eyes closed, probably still asleep, possibly. Um, and mm. she just keeps saying, it's in the mirror, 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 over and over. Does anyone want to do anything? No. Let's see how it plays out. <laughs> just, 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 just let her, just let her have that nightmare. That's okay. fine. Don't okay. worry. Aloran, um, Sir no, Sir Petrus, uh, Aloran, and Riddle. You're all, all three of you are there, and you're looking around. Oh, wow! What's going on? And you can, and you. Gonna walk over and sit on the bed. Tail's gonna sit over the face. Okay. And give her a quick shake. Wake up! Okay. It's a dream. Okay. And, <laughs> and Ashtar does wake up from a jolt, and that—that's what you, what you're here, what you're um, now mm. remember is you've woken up. You don't hear, know anything about what you've been saying or or doing in your sleep, but you remember that thing in the periphery of your vision. Um, you all look around at your, each other, and and Ashtar, I guess you sort of sit up on the on the bed and looking quite distraught um, and uh, this you, you'll notice that Sir Lottle's not not there either <laughs> Sir Lottle can you roll a d4 for me as well sure a two Okay. Um, I'm just going to jump into the cone of silence for a moment. So that's all. Oh, tasty. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. One sec. Cone of silence is scary. Okay. So that's all. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Right. So we've had this before. It's a. It's a possible. 
uh, short-term madness you can get, and you wake up feeling not violent, um, but just pissed off with everyone. And um, generally, okay. you're going to... It's like having Tourette's, and you're going to just... You're feeling grumpy. You're ready to lash out at anyone, not physically, but verbally. So you would just blurt out without care for... Uh, oh, I get it. Someone feelings. else had it when we were back in the garden, right? Yes. Kind of thing. You'll say, okay, you'll say as many hurtful things as you as you can to those around you. It's not just a big tirade. It's just... Um, mm -hmm. uh, okay, I, I would channel my inner Karen as, as good as I can. Exactly. All right. Okay. Um, okay. I'll, do you want to move? Can you move yourself back? Yeah, sure. No problem. Okay. Um, the rest of you waking up, you see Sir Lottle sort of, you, you've come out into the main chambers of the magnificent mansion and Sir Lottle's um, coming out of his um, sleeping chamber as well. <clears throat> Sir Lottle, how fare you? What? How fare you? What is it, dear Midblood? Our companion was troubled by nightmares, and I see your disposition has soured. Is that my problem? Indeed. Can we get going already? Spiders on the run. Yes. Yes, uh... Coffee first, please. Just, you know. Hey, you warm blood in you. Black potions of lucidity. I'm sure they can pull up a chicken for you. Is it still moving, this chicken flying around? Does he have to catch it? Proper enrichment is important. Absolutely. Hunt it now. The Petrus will begin preparation of a spell which he plans to cast surreptitiously on the lizard man. Okay. What the hell are you doing? My daily prayer. Nothing to concern you. Sit yourself. And I'll walk out of the room. Okay. I, I will make an effort to uh, cast upon him lesser restoration. Counter spell. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let, um, Sir Petrus, I'll let you try roll a stealth roll for it. Oh, okay. Light of hand or stealth? Um, I think it's it's. It depends on uh, what lesser restoration is, because if it's verbal as well, you're probably going oh, to yes. try and do it while you've pretend you're eating your wheat bix or your eggs or something. And it it is verbal and somatic. Yeah. Okay. So let's use stealth then. All right. Now, I have disadvantage on stealth due to my armor. Would that apply in this no, instance? No, no, let's make it a straight roll. You're just trying to pick a time that he's not looking? Yep. Yeah. Nine. Okay. My pacifist then. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Sir Dothwood looks up at you, looking surly as ever. Hand goes mm -hmm. up, counterspell. Um, I don't know uh, if Candace... It's a third, third versus third level, so I think I don't have to roll anything. No. You do not. No. Yep. It's only a second level spell. Okay. So Lotto's not what looking... <laughs> you, you go for it. 
What the hell do you think you're doing, you filthy bandit? <laughs> what did you just say? This scum, the rotting corpse, tried to cast a spell against me. What? Sir Petrus regards him coolly and silently. <laughs> yeah, Ashley still looks like a bit like foggy from this nightmare, so he's a bit like, "What's what's happening? I don't know." A little bit tense. Lauren offers her a coffee. Yeah, I don't think I need caffeine right now. Thanks. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, host. No worries. No, it's... Uh, Last chance. Explain yourself. I'll send you back to where you belong. You are corrupted, Sir Lothal. Speak to filthy dead one. Accept <laughs> <laughs> the blessing of our goddess to cleanse. Uh... Okay, question for the M. How yeah. far should I go with this? Oh, there's no no feeling that you would get physical. It's just oh, a, okay. just a purely, you know, emotional response that you just, um, you know, the world is your enemy. Chip on your shoulder. You better stay away from me, and from my. For that's for your own good. And I'll try to walk out again. Okay. Sorry, just quickly, DM, would I recognize this as something similar happening to me previously on a full attitude shift? Oh, definitely. You felt this. You, you would re remember That's what this. I thought. Yeah. And I'm going to go, Sir Petrus, think quick, and I'm going to cast whole person on Zolotl. Oh. <laughs> yes, I'll follow that up with another lesser restoration. Yeah, a contest for the whole person if I can. Yeah, okay. Uh, hey now, hey now. I'm sure this is a little bit of a overreaction. Yeah. <laughs> the, the worst thing that you can fight against when a high-level party is each other. That's the absolute worst. <laughs> um, okay, so you, um, Riddle distracts you with a whole person which draws off your counterspell. You too, blah, blah, blah. Um, you're all turning on me, and then suddenly you feel this divine energy wash across you, and um, this feeling of hatred just subsides, and you you've sort of left there feeling a little bit sheepish and uncertain, not knowing what's going on. Back. Sorry, my friend, but I've been there. It's <laughs> Sometimes you're not yourself here. Um, not very good in the morning either. I, okay. I, I would greatly appreciate if you never speak of this again. <laughs> Works for me. Chicken? Yes, please. Alright. Roll. Make a draw. Feathers on, if possible. It is how you like it, you know. We'll even run away from you, if you wish. Yes, please. And I guess I will go and chase, chase my chicken. Okay, so while Sir Lottle, with no euphemism at all, goes so off and chases his chicken, 
Um, everyone else finishes breakfast, has coffee, uh, washes away the dreams of the prior night. Uh, you've all had them, it's just that two of you have more um, succumbed to the effects. And you descend the glowing stairs and arrive back in the gloomy, broken prison where you first um, fled to the magnificent mansion overnight. A, a quick question. Uh, having experienced it, would Xerothal be able to determine the nature of whatever this is? Where this kind of feeling comes from? Um, this is just... Uh, um, all of the experiences you're having here um, mm -hmm. can have a collective effect on uh, your mind, and they can your mind can break just as much as your body can be damaged. No sense of any particular source or anything. It's just um, uh, okay. Got it. Yeah, it's a common thing in Elysium. People lose themselves to madness and get carted off to the asylum or vanish on the streets. Okay. And so you find yourselves in the, on the cobblestones strewn with bones um, and arrive. Where, where to from here? Um, first, uh, I, I guess, I don't know, I think we would discuss it like before taking a long rest, maybe? Yep. Oh, one question. Does anyone have a smith's tools and proficiency with them? Smith's tools? Yeah, because uh, my scimitar is damaged from all that acid, and I think Ashtar's armor as well. Yes, my armor is damaged. Um, I, I don't have the tools nor the proficiency. Mm. Yeah, but it has it then. Okay. Eloran, you may have um, heard blacksmithing going on walking as you were touring the streets over the last few weeks. I may have some magic uh, skill that can assist, Sir Lottle. Let me examine your scimitar. Uh, very well. Have a look. Um, will mending help? Just a simple... Yeah, just, just post it in the chat and we'll have a look. Alright. I mean, it was uh, acid damage, I think. And then it kind of fixes cracks and stuff. Yeah, the single break or tear. I guess it depends on how much acid damage. Yeah. Right. There is also okay. the option of you know, going to a blacksmith. Yeah, if I mean, we that's trust just... them. You can going you can use mending to else. yeah to repairs a single break or tear. So something that say mending is not going to resole your shoe if it's worn out. Um, <clears throat> it's you know putting something back together, and because this was acid, it's, it's kind of eroded away. Yeah, it's so eroded away. To... Yeah, there's nothing to just there's nothing to yeah. mend or or. Stitch back together. Lottle, I'm afraid my magic knack will not help your yeah. scimitar. You need an expert. Okay, uh, will just nod solemnly. Okay. Uh, and the second second issue I wanted to raise is uh, uh, 
Xerato very very much would like to chase after that spider, if possible. And I guess it's up uh, for discussion of the party if they want to waste time on this. I, um... What are you thinking? What's your plan? I... One of my abilities allows me to locate a creature within a considerable range. If that fails, we could try climb another high place to have to lure it out again, this time properly prepared for a fight. And you sense the spider currently? Uh, no, unless I use this ability. I see. But, you know, having wasted two third-level slots on counter spells, I'm kind of wary of doing it if, if nobody wants to actually follow up on this. Yeah. Perhaps we um, we should continue our pursuit of, of helping this girl and come back to the spider, perhaps? Uh, I feel um, like my, my primary concern is, is that initial mission. I, I, don't don't get me wrong, Sazotl, I... <clears throat> I'm... Not particularly happy with this spider either, but I think we're not uh, any better prepared now than we were going in. Especially as, you know, damaged armor and weapons. Yes, I'm afraid I might have also cracked a tooth when I tried to bite it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know. Well, preparations first. You know the exit is directly to the west of you. <clears throat> what, what would we do if we were going after the girl? Where would uh, we go? Uh, last time I think the spider told us that she wanted a means of traveling. Yeah. Somewhere. I think... And. Well, my understanding was that we had to find a uh for lack of a better word a soft place in the the world that we can do some kind of mental shifting and create a, a um a passage to wherever she is through that if that yeah, but i think sense. he told us specifically where she wanted to go and then he explained that in this place people can travel by thinking about it and i think i shall try to do the Intelligence versus Charisma mm. check to that board. Yep. I just but think I... that um, wherever mm -hmm, she is, it's not going to be accessible to us in another way. But if you've got an idea and I may have missed information, then I'm happy to go a different way. What about you, Riddle or Lauren? I thought we were. There was talk of the library um, because mm -hmm. Sir Petrus confused it with the printing press, <laughs> at, <laughs> and 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 the appropriate owners. <laughs> I could be remembering that wrong, but yeah. yes, I remember the library now. Yeah, you, you did ask. Yeah, we are thinking as players a. Um, a month back, um, and this has only mm -hmm. just happened the morning, the, the evening up, the evening before, when you were talking to Rosa, you were asking about information source, you know, where you could get information. 
and uh, she said, well, there's Sneerian's bookstore, um, there's the auction house where there's powerful magic items are, are auctioned, um, Fiddle and Blinds, that's called, and she also mentioned the Great Library, which is um, an enormous trove of uh, books and inf scrolls and information. Spider also referred to a temple for something forgotten. Ah, uh, yes. So the, the spider said that um, when um, Cecilia had her audience with Groblets, she was looking for the... Uh, oh, let me look. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um, the Temple of the Gaunt Silhouette. So did you say Gaunt Silhouette? Yes. Yeah. I'll put it in the chat. Uh, the, I think the cat in the Crooked Mansion mentioned that Gaunt Silhouette might be our only friend. Yep, that's right. Yeah. And the temple is... Okay. Um, has been destroyed to such an extent that it's scattered over multiple little demi-planes and it can't be accessed. You can't walk to it from here. It used to be another building within the city and the only way to get there is to go through the pathway between worlds called the infinite stair, the infinite staircase. And this is the staircase, the, the uh, passage that Cecilia was wanting to find her way to. Think of it as a metaphor for, you know, like in castles when there's little walkways between rooms and you can sort of sneak between them all and get around to every room in the whole place by going through these little crawl spaces and things that no one would realise are actually there. Um, this is the same thing, but it's, you know, in another dimension. Four dimensional rather than a little narrow channel somewhere. Okay. Uh, oh, I, see. Uh, I, I don't know if you've seen the Castlevania animated show. Uh, I'm guessing that's the tunnel between worlds kind of thing. Right. Okay. I haven't, but I'm saying right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I recommend it. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's just like that. <laughs> um, okay. So where to then? There's quite a few options that we've just... Um, kicked around, racking your brains or your memories. Uh, Lauren uh, votes for anything but the spider. <laughs> what about you, Riddle? You're quiet? I think we were very underprepared for the spider, so I think we either need knowledge or to perhaps check this oddity store. That would be my vote. I think we definitely need to do some research. I'm putting the these... library. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm just saying I'm putting these all into the chat for you, so you've got them sort of listed out there. 
What is Sneerians? I've forgotten. Sneerians is a bookstore. Ah, thank you. Well, Sir Petrus would see the mausoleum or the library as worthy places to investigate. And I would postpone our next meeting with the spider, the Lottle. I don't think we are well equipped at present. And we also may have a timetable for rescuing this young woman. Agreed. Okay. I reckon Astar and I need to visit the blacksmith. I also would like to visit yes. uh, the... Oh, I already forgot the name. The doctor or something. I uh, would very much like to visit the blacksmith also. And I believe given the nature of this place, we should remain together. Uh, and if it is the blacksmith, we should go there as a group. But this city so is changing at all times. If we split, we can cover more ground. Yes, but we may never rejoin to complete our tasks. I feel like we, we may get lost in a place where um, base seems a little bit malleable. No, I just say it's just a low-key classic horror line, so... <laughs> I've got... I've, I've shifted us, you should see now, the map of the city that you've got. Um, mm -hmm. It's got the broken prison marked where you just come out. Cicero's bar and the Changing Faces printing press are on the other side of the lake. The Crooked House, the mansion, the mansion of the Duchess, is just to the south of you, not too far away, a few blocks. Um, and you don't know where the library or these other places you've been talking about are. The Petrus uh, frowns for a moment and seems to recall the library being somewhere to the north in this in a similar mm. direction to the printing press. And would DeLorean have an idea of where the blacksmith is in the city? Um, you've heard blacksmithing over near yeah. Cicero's. Followed the right. sound of the metal on metal. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sure. Where, where is Cicero's on the map? Uh, let's see, over here. I'll shift ping it for you, bring your attention to it. Oh yeah, that looks right. I remember it was over there somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I see it. It's the question of what is the closest. I think the blacksmith needs to be our priority and then on from there, yes? Works for me. Sounds like a plan, as long as we stay together. Who's ever heard of a cat getting out of a paper bag alone? <laughs> the Petrus will glance around and try and assess how heavy the fog is today. Uh, it's much the same as it was when you saw it sort of sweeping through, and it's, it's still there mm. like that. So that, that state, it was not just a... A period of weather it is now persisted and is far thicker than what you had remembered over the past few weeks of you being here can i ask about um 
I don't know if this will be appropriate or not, but while walking through the the city, mm -hmm. can I like sort of passively be led by the group and try to like internally sense that same feeling I felt when I was with the spider yeah, and trying sure. to make that soft play, just to to gauge where maybe that feeling is strong so that we may have a, an idea of yep. where we can try to push through. Stranger Things style. That, You're looking for rubbery walls and... Yeah, yeah. While, <laughs> while uh, everyone else is kind of just going as a group, I'll like not... I'll try to shut out the, the senses of the, the physical world and try to focus on that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you... Um, uh, Ashtar is going to be sort of seeming to be off thinking about other things as you travel along. Um, which way are you going to proceed to get back to Cicero's? Back down and go across the lake again, or...? I think... Oh, which... Did we... We skirted around the north last time, didn't we? Uh, yep. And then we initially from the woman's house, we caught the, the ferry. Yes. Or whatever, the boatman. Yep. Right. Well, I think if we're going to... Do, if we don't have a set destination, if we're... Do you want to sort of go through the city or and find what we're looking for? Or directly go across? How much silver do we have? That ferryman will want silver. I only have gold. No I worries. Know, like, I have I plenty. Have I prepared last night, like before. Yeah, I have like uh, 179 silver. Right. Oh, okay. I've got like I only have like 29. Yeah. Silver. So you've got a you've got a sack of it there somewhere, Silotl. Yeah. yeah. Um, Riddle pants and pockets. Oh, oh dear, I've got none. I'll have to go the long way. Yeah. <laughs> so the party. The, you pretty much it's pretty easy to navigate you around you find now that you've got the lay of the land basically the city slopes downwards towards the center so as long as you keep walking downhill um, you're going to be um, you know you'll get to the lake eventually Just making sure you're not going past anything significant. Okay, there is one thing I can um, type on here for you. Put another little dot. I'll make it solid. Whoops. Can you see this here, this large church type thing? Steen. Ah. I'm just going to boost it up a bit. Can you see the Sakura? Oh, I see it now. Yep. Hmm? I'm just trying to make it a little bit bigger. 
Okay, that'll have to do. Um, oh, okay, this is what I'll do. Easy. Sorry. For anyone listening on the podcast, this is just dead time. All right, so you pass through, you go past a huge, um, uh, just a bit of a, like a mesa, a summit type thing. It's got steep sides. And at the top is um, what looks like the walls of a large cathedral, chapel, something along those lines. And, um, and so once proud castle rising out of the mist, the walls are blackened and broken as if by some sort of terrible disaster, oddly for this place. And everything about it screams of just pain, despair and death. Something you can feel it now, similar to what you felt, um, Ashtar, when you felt the, the walls the, the, the between worlds. Um, here you felt that something terrible has happened. Yeah, okay. Mm, and as not you, sure I want to yeah. go in there. <laughs> as you enter, My nightmare is still pressing on, weighing on me. And <laughs> so you're walking downhill and I guess you've maybe drifted a little bit to the, to the right as you've walked downhill. Uh, walked downhill and um, and you know this to be the castle of Sakramara I'll post it into the chat for you and um, a bit further on, just down the street, the, the limits of your vision in the fog. It's not raining right now, just a sort of drizzle. Um, you can see there's a figure in a trench coat looking at the ground. Uh, is it in our path as we walk? Yeah, yep. You'll be you'll be walking past pretty much. Uh, can I see what he's looking at? Um, yeah, you look down and he's he's looking at cobblestones and the water running over them. He's studying them and you can see that there's faint symbols moving below the surface of the street. He looks up at you wild-eyed and you can see he's got sort of very frazzled hair as if he's just had a shock. He's got a crazed look and his eyes are sunken and shadowed as if from lack of sleep. And he looks at you and he says, do you see it? The signs are in the streets. And then he looks up. Something bad happened there. Can you feel it? Yes. Very much. I can feel it. And then he said he's looking up and around as if something's going to drop out of the sky. Ah. Uh. Can I follow his gaze? He's looking left and right. Um, left and right, up, you know, up and down. He's not, not looking at any one particular. Okay. And, he, and then he says to you, yes, listen. No, it's gone. Oh. And then he, he, he pops his, his hood up. And then he sort of quickly strides off down the down the street. Okay, I will just again sort of l leave the group to lead me a bit. Okay. 
I, uh, I sent that this is a dark place, and I, I'm sort of hoping that if we have to, uh, push through somewhere, it won't be somewhere quite so dark. Okay. You, um, follow the rest of the party, and the rest of the party, you all make your way down to the, down to the, down to the lake, and, um, you find that then you start to skirt to go around and uh, once you get a bit further to the north you can see the jetty once again with the little boat on it. Neat. Right. Are you going to um, keep just cruising around the edge or are you going down to the, the little fella, the ferryman? Are we to take the ferry, companions? I'm quite happy to walk, but I will go with a group because, you know, this is a creepy place. Riddle doesn't like water. Riddle <laughs> doesn't like water, so Riddle always wants to walk. She's just not happy in the rain. <laughs> Makes no difference to me. I am with you, Salotl. Land or water, both are the same. Yeah, let's walk. Okay. All right. Yes, I'm just letting them lead me, so. Okay. So you go. start you start to head along, and as you pass the um, uh, the jetty, um, he sort of you see him at, down at the end of the jetty, and he sort of looks up at you, and then quickly grabs the pouches and bags and throws them into the boat that he's in, and he starts rowing away. Very Must have another chicken on board. In a, in a rush. Possibly. Riddle just waves. Okay. He, he, after a few moments, he's vanished into the mist. You can hear the, um, the paddles. Um, splash, splash, splash of the rowboat. A very odd person. Yeah, why wasn't he so good at rowing when he was taking us across? <laughs> okay. Um, you skirt around the lake. A few hours later, get to the other side and then start heading back up the, the same way that you came um, to Cicero's and end up at Cicero's and you can hear uh, clang, clang, clang of a blacksmith at work as you approach the bar off to one side. Um, I want to, hearing that, I think I'll pull out of the thing and, and, and look up to the group. And, and, uh, are you all coming to the blacksmith? I, I really need to get this armor looked at. Especially if we're going into more danger. I am, for sure. I also. I'm quite happy to stand out here. If, you know, keep a watch. Hmm. Okay, so uh, some of you just go to the bar, or others keep, keep a watch on the two, but I've, I guess Zolotl and Ashtar, you head off into this blacksmith. 
and um, there is a blacksmith there and he's banging away at um, something that he's making. It's a bit hard to tell exactly what. It's a bit um, in its early stages. Looks up and, and uh, looks a little bit surprised and says, oh, what is it, what is it that you're after? I look to Zolotl, do, do you want to go first? You, you have a blade? Yes? <clears throat> I hear in this land it's customary for the female kind to go first, for whatever reason. <laughs> oh, okay then. <laughs> um, good to know. I've heard that, but usually it's uh, in a negative way. Yeah. <laughs> Ashtari, you, what have you got? Damaged armor, is it? I'm currently wearing the armor, yeah. Um, so I will approach the blacksmith, and um, I imagine it's just kind of like pitted, and that's kind of um, affected its structural integrity. Yep. You know, it's like still there, but it, it's just a bit weaker. Yeah. Um, it's one worse armor class at this point, isn't it? Yeah, it's just one point yep. down. So. Okay. Uh, I will approach him, and if he, I imagine he, he looked up anyway, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, stopped. yeah. Yeah. So I'll just be like, um. Are you, are you able to repair, see this damage here? And I'll just like indicate where there's like all this kind of erosion and pitting on the, yep. the, the breastplate and, and just say, are you familiar with armors? Uh, are you an armorer as well as you, you don't just make, and I look at whatever he's doing yeah. and he's like a confused kind of head tilt and be like, um. This is a, um, sort of an in, in, inner city place. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's. Yeah, I'm just like, is he making nails, horseshoes? I don't know. I wear the armor. I don't yeah. make it. Candelabra. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Some ornate, like, bullshit. He says I mean, he can have a go, but yeah. he's not an armorer. And um, uh, it, it might, you know. Would he, he do more damage? <laughs> well, he says he, he can, he'll, it's um, more simple tools and things that, not, yeah. Yeah, I suspected that might be the case. Do you know, um, is there someone more suited to, uh, martial craft? Um... Nearby? In this place? He says, let, let, let him... There are, but they're usually... Check the raw, mater raw materials, yeah, raw, raw materials are a problem here. I see, I see. And I guess in this case, it's not just uh, banging out a few dents, it's more substantial repair yep, work. Yeah, and I've got my usual stock that, that I get every day. Um, but this would be a bit uh, specialist. Does that mean uh, not possible? Does that mean more time? Does it mean more no, money? It might, might be a couple of days. Right, a couple of days. Mm. He gets, well, a, he gets um, a restock every day, but it's probably only enough for some nails and things like that. Right. Well, I'm, I mean, this is still functional. I think it's more uh, more important to, to fix the, the blade first. Uh, it turns into a lot of... Mm. You have a uh, pitting in your, 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 your scimitar is damaged, yes? I, I feel like that's far more a, a problem than, than this little guff mark yep. on me. I mean... Scimitar has personal value. I also have this axe. 
Rock's just fine. Doesn't feel right. He says the scimitar he could probably work on. That's that's a bit more straightforward. Okay. Uh, um, but you would. I think I got like a minus two on that one because I yeah. attacked twice with it. Yep. So if you leave it with him for a few hours, maybe come back tomorrow or something, um, with ten mm -hmm. percent of a scimitar's value in silver, and uh, he'll fix it for you. We could do uh, research. You don't need a sword for research, do you? I mean, it always comes in handy. <laughs> but, you don't yeah. know how, how angry academics can get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here, here we go, I did. I'll be back in a few hours. Okay. Um, how, how do I check the value? Oh, just from the player's handbook, whatever a scimitar costs in gold, it costs that much in silver. Oh, okay. Silver, but just 10%. 10%. I'll look it up and I'll get it back to you. Yep, okay. Maths. So I think they're about seven gold each or something like that. So, um, you know, just say, we'll just round up. So two silver or something will probably do it. The rest of you? Oh, cemetery is 25 gold. Oh, actually. wow. Okay. So. So two and a, two and a half. So. Yeah, so, so he'll, it, he'll, he'll charge you three silver to repair it. Three silver. Okay. Nothing, you've got that, right? Yeah, he's loaded. I'm good. Um, you head back into Cicero's? And he says, oh, ah, oh, you're back. And he seems su seems both surprised, but also um, happy to see you. <laughs> yes. Drinks again? Um, I would like to again sort of sit on the outskirts of this place, like near the door, maybe where I can see. Okay. And watch out just in case um, anything happens out, at, yep. either out the window or out the door. Yep. While um, other people get their drinks and do okay. what they're doing. What about you? I think, Lauren, you were waiting under the eaves, keeping dry and. Uh, oh, really, yeah, really playing, playing my loot. Okay. So are you going to head inside and grab a. An ale sure. I was just keeping watch for um, my two party members yes. to come out of the blacksmith. So I would join them in walking into Cicero's as they did. But um, I'm not particularly interested in having a drink, so I'm just going to find a chair and a table I can lean against and okay. play. Do you want to do a performance for me? Uh, that's not intimidating at all. Um. A few of the locals look around and see the loot come out. Whoa, nice. Wow, okay. <laughs> so, with a, you just bust out an awesome, and lift everyone's spirits. Um and the all your worries of outside just wash away as a Lauren's god knows what it is Enya or uh, or is it or is it something a bit more fire startery uh, uh, yeah yeah let's let's go something a little bit a little bit heavier than Enya bit of porous head is it angsty 
<laughs> for this place absolutely like he probably would have tried to play something a little bit more upbeat and then went no nah, okay. no no and has gone for something a little bit you know grungy instead okay <laughs> all right so there's this sort of um you you perform and um cicero uh, people end up buying up rounds and things and um, you end up getting all of your drinks for free. No need to pay for those. Nice. Um, you're waiting for the hour or so or a couple of hours that it's going to take for the scimitar to get repaired. Um, any conversation or anything you actually you particularly want to do uh, or engage with the locals or talk to Cicero or anything like that? What about you, Riddle? Um, I didn't catch what you were up to. Uh, Riddle is going to order a um, big glass of milk and lay out in front of the fireplace. All right. So you get warm and comfortable and you've got your huge milk. Awesome. Cardboard and milk. I'm like in, right in the middle of the fireplace, the most inconvenient place I can be, of course, <laughs> okay. on the floor. Excellent. All right. Um, and anyone asking any questions or engaging with the with the crowd as you know Cicero comes over and gives me a bit of an encouraging you know nice to see you again gonna say uh so where's the library um the great the the enormous yeah you want to go there there's I understand it is a place to see. Um, okay. You seem unsure. Let's see, he gets out your little little sketch map of the city. Um, da, 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 da. Now I'm looking for it. Oh, there we go. Okay. The library is actually to the north of the city, and if you had sort of speared off a little bit, you might have even seen it. I'll mark it on your map again. Um, Can you see the text appearing in the lake right now? Yep. Okay. Yep. And I'll just do a line for you. So it says, yeah, it's not too far from here. It's to the north. Um, and west, probably about halfway between the wall, the Great Wall, and the um, and the lake. By hugging the, co the the coastline, the the shore of the lake, you've not seen it. <clears throat> Thank you, good sir. And I continue to play. And he says it's it's a lot smaller than you would probably think. Um, outside it just really looks like a, a door to a small 
um, yeah, a, a small door between two buildings. Uh, bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Um, I don't know. Haven't been in there, and it's not a place people, people go. Why is that? It's a place of information. I would assume a very, at least, frequent place. Um, and free. Let's see. You, I told you, uh, not you, uh, he doesn't know you, Aloran, but um, or you, he's met you, but of the unwritten rule. If you ask questions. Yep, yep. And so seekers of knowledge don't last long. Why? It's the rule of the, it's the rules we live by. But why? Why not kill whoever you want? Oh. <laughs> mm, perhaps uh, we, we should stop seeking knowledge. <laughs> it is a good reminder. It's easy to not sure about. <laughs> sorry. Not sure about knowledge, but I'm simply find, looking for a free place to keep dry for mm. a few hours. <laughs> Riddle says from the fireplace. There's a stretch of blank stone wall on Lonely Street. And um, it's easy to miss, but there's this, if you can find a single door in a stretch of flat plane of a wall, that's the entry to the great library. And it's generally been safe from any real inspection since, since the beginning, really. Would this uh, unwritten rule um, also extend to the bookstore? Um, no, people do a trade at Sneerians, so I guess not, but, um, I can't really say more, I don't know. Not a book reader. We keep to our own business, keep our noses down and stay out of trouble and don't go out at night. There are those that seek knowledge, though. Why don't you go out at night? It's too dangerous. People vanish. Okay. Okay. How can you tell if it's at night with all that fog? It gets dark. <laughs> uh. But I'm here, and I'm here, and... My clientele are people like yourselves, investigators or sometimes they come down from the Great Bridge. You must have passed that or maybe you missed that as well. Bridge. Like an actual There's bridge. a bridge? Uh, yes, and he marks that. It's pretty much... Um, you can see on your map here there's this huge pillar just poking out of the water. Oh yeah. 
I mean, as far as bridges go, that's a shitty one. <laughs> and he says, "There's a yeah, there's a there's a bridge, and every every now and it just goes up. I guess it used to go span the entire city, but um, it was enormous. Most of the footings have broken and crumpled away, but the bridge continues up up beyond." into the storms above. This, uh, I looked to the, the group at that, and I'm like, this, this has potential to be, uh, perhaps the passage we're actually looking for. I thought you were going to say the creepiest place ever. <laughs> I imagine we're creepy. Oh, Why I not mean, both? It could be both. <laughs> We don't really know where it goes. We call it the bridge to nowhere. Well, if you don't know where it goes, it should be bridge to somewhere. Well, I oh, it happened. It happened uh, a few months a few months ago. A group came down the bridge. Mm. Every mm. now and then, strangers wander in from it. They all say they're from somewhere else, though. That doesn't seem to go to the same place. There's even more reason to name it Bridge to Somewhere. <laughs> or elsewhere. Or anywhere. <laughs> Just not here. Ashtar, you're feeling something. You're feeling... Your mind is emptying. <laughs> And um, <laughs> you're, you're, you're feeling a sponginess in the in the floor. Huh? Maybe if you thought okay. hard enough, you might be able to even. Yeah. I'm going to just push into that. Okay, lean into it. Yeah, like like <laughs> forward. Yeah. Um, and just sort of thinking about also this bridge place and really kind of in my mind mentally finger that that feeling and that that softness and see if i can sort of okay can you push do it. what is your intelligence <laughs> i don't know do you, don't, you don't want to say it out loud do you want to, do you want to can you... <laughs> my intelligence uh, modifier is zero. Oh, but what's i show you so straight intelligence is nine or ten or something ten ten yeah. okay so you've got a DC 10 check to make, and it's a charisma ability check. Okay, okay. This is your conspiracy theory check, and you'd have to have low intelligence, high charisma. Okay. <laughs> oh no! Seven. Okay, you, you, um, oh, if no. you fail it, and you f you're still pushing, and it's like getting your toe caught in the, in the jam, or it's a bit stuck. Um, but you still can you know, heave against it, put your shoulder metaphorically against this, this doorway. Can you roll a second one? I'm just going to get worse. Uh... Oh? Yeah. No, that one was a nat 20. <laughs> okay. Um... Okay. Everyone else, you see um, Ashtar sort of thinking deeply about things 
as she does, and mulling stuff over and willingly pushing against this. Um, yeah. You would know that she's trying to to find her way to this invisible place that she's been thinking about, but what she sort of it's more more of a feeling. And she vanishes. Lauren step, stops playing immediately as soon as he notices she, she's gone. Uh, Sirot will extend his tail and kind of waggle it around in the space that she used to occupy. Okay. There is nothing there. I did it. I did it. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not there. No. But at what cost? Ashta! Ashta! No, no, no response comes, Salotto. Okay, I'm all out of the ideas. Um. Riddle? Maybe it's a time thing. And Aloran? Mm-hmm. You would know that she was mentally trying to find her way somewhere. I'm going to get up and walk over to where she was, yes. and then... It's obviously it's worked. <laughs> That's what Riddle's thinking yeah. anyway. This thinking has actually worked, so... You can feel it too, Riddle. The sponginess. Oh. A sponginess in the world around you. And it extends pretty much to the whole floor. You know, even where you came from as you start to think about it. I'm gonna... Lay down on the floor, press my cheek, and... Think of her... Okay. More importantly, being with her. Yep. Now, does anyone want to try? You can. Um, uh, Cicero sort of leans over the bar and says, "Oh, I've seen that happen before." And he Wait, says, it go? "He says, are you going to hold hands and go together, or just one at a time?" Where does it go? I don't know. I don't want. I don't mean to be rude, but I think you all are a bit too casual about someone ceasing to exist. Well, she was. I thought she was trying to hold in a fart. My guess was constipation, but that <laughs> doesn't matter now, right? Does it? Yes. Come on, I think we should try and follow her. Lauren, I believe I will need assistance in crossing. The walls of reality. Uh, would you like to hold my hand? <laughs> if I may. Y you certainly may. And Cicero okay. says, the last group all went in a ring and they're all thinking hard. Well. Very well. Um, and so what we'll do is... Um, Stand up. <laughs> is... It'll be a group check, so what we need is a number of passes, fails and things. So what I need to do is everyone, apart from Ashtar of course, 
to roll a charisma check, just a raw charisma, against their intelligence. Uh, a question, where are we going with this, though? You don't know. So we just imagine any place and we go there, or we just want to not be here and ah, then go so, somewhere? So what you're feeling is as if, like, um, if it was a physical thing, it would be like pressing on a book and a bookshelf starting to swing, and if you can feel it giving. And you, if you, you're pressing uh -huh. a bit harder, and eventually you think you'll probably be able to shoulder your way in, and the door. Okay, will so it's not like we. It's not like we can tell destination just somewhere where we might go if we push. Yes. Yes. That's predestined. Okay, I got it. Yeah. And so we see um, Sir Petrus uh, rolled a fifteen against his twelve intelligence and passed. Aloran. Uh, you've got a 23, so no doubt. Um, Riddle has passed as well with a 16, I think. A no? yeah, is... With uh, a 10 20... intelligence. Ah, great, so you've passed, and Sir Lotto has rolled a 9. He's too confused, his intelligence is 10. Okay, so what's happened is the group collectively feels, you know, your feet start to, the floor undulate. Um, it's not actually moving at all, it just feels like that. So collectively, you've all got one pass. And um, can you all do it again? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Riddle's good with a 14. Salotal an 18. Lauren a 20. Wow, you're going well. I think that's already a pass with a group check. You need more passes than fails. Ooh, and Petrus. But the rest of them, this is the benefit of holding hands, is um, two passes, just because you're pulled along by those who succeed, as long as there's enough of you. Okay, one more check, everyone. Thank goodness we are all more pretty than we are smart. <laughs> yeah. We have a 17. Petrus, a 12. I don't know if that's a pass or not for you, Petrus. So also and Lauren are passing. Okay. So I don't need to use the, um, oh crap, what's it called? We'll get there. Uh, here we go. Okay. I'm just going to bring everyone in. Uh, let's see.
um, bear with me for a sec. I'm just grabbing tokens for everyone. Ashtar, where are you? There you are. All right. Um, Ashtar, we're just going to go with you for now. Um, and you find yourself on a staircase. It's about 10 feet wide. Um, it's just um, faint mist in the central area. It's like you go, you're on the inside of a tower. There's a white marble wall to your, um, if you're walking north, to your, to the east. And the staircase spirals upwards as you go south. The infinity stair. Um. Cool. Um. <laughs> I didn't think this far ahead. Um. Uh, the, so <laughs> you've, you now figured out that the wall between realms is thin. Something mm. that you didn't might not have thought about before. But a character of sufficient willpower can walk into the stair. Um, you have to yeah. be able to resist the attempt to rationalise it, resist the attempt to explain it, hence it being suppressing your own intellect to, to, to get there. But you think I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it appears as a crumbling white spiral staircase. Um, looking against the wall, you can feel, you can see this sort of a bit of, almost as if the mortar between these white stones is this black um, ooze, ica, like a uh, tar on the road when a really hot day and it starts to melt or semi-melt. Can I um, hear anything like um, like voices or yeah. people moving about? Can you do a perception check for me? Certainly. Oh, <laughs> I got a natural one, oh. which is five. Okay. All right. You don't hear anything. Uh, you do see scratch marks, as if something mm. with a large claw has just dragged its claw along the wall, gouging furrows in the stone. Okay. Anything, um, anything you want to do next? Uh, not in particular. Um, so these claw marks, do they, are they like just a, a long um, sort of gouge along the hole from what I can see, everywhere I can see, or just like one particular area going in a certain direction? Um, do an investigation for me. Are you going to walk along a little bit, up or down? Um, yeah, I'll just have a quick look at those those marks and yeah. sort of see if I can determine they go up or down. Not too far, like not a full rotation of this oh, yeah, okay. spiral. Yep. But just a little to see if they end sooner. Okay. How's your investigation? Oh, I got a nat 20. Okay. All right. So it looks... From a nat 1 to a nat 20. It looks, crazy. It looks casual. It looks like a creature okay. 
has been walking up these stairs. You're pretty much sure it's up. And yeah. uh, um, it's like dragging its hand against the dragging its hand, like kids might against a picket fence. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, cool. and you can also see um, claw marks in the ground as well every so often, and they're just little short ones. Maybe something, so whatever it is, has had large clawed feet as well. And enough as it flexes its foot to push to make marks on the stone, on the marble. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just... Oh, I'm not really sure. Uh, I, and I can't hear any of the others or anything, can I? No. If I call... Hello? <laughs> There's a bit of an echo. Hello, hello, hello. Damn it. Where am I? I mean, I have a sudden sort of... I think I have some idea yeah, of where I definitely. am. But I didn't intend on actually pushing necessarily uh, without the group, but yeah. didn't really think it... You know, you're <laughs> just a little bit rash. Just like and is now going, oh, wait, what? Now <laughs> yeah, what? Exactly. Just like someone might lean against the wrong place and flip a wall. Yeah. Or like when you're like scratching at something and you're like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. But you don't think about the consequences. You're just kind of idly doing it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> All right. Um, you hear something coming from down the stairs. Hello? Hello, 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 hello. Yeah. Is it like maybe footsteps? Um, a growling sound. Oh. Growling. Yep. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure if growling is friendly. And Let's see, I might be able to give you a handout here. A creature comes into view, stalking its way up the stairs. How's that looking to that you? Looks, looks spooky. <laughs> I'm not sure I like this. It's got glowing eyes. It's got wings. It's mm. got two slender, long leg, arms and legs, all ending in talons. And as soon mm, as it, it about... it's just been slowly walking up the stairs, then it looks up at you, it... two pinpoints of white light. Okay. And Does it's... it look like its hands are at the same height as this uh, gouge mark? Yes. Yeah, okay. And um, um, it opens its maw and you can see there's some sort of purple light coming from inside its mouth and it suddenly sort of launches itself sprinting towards you. It seems to emanate shadow. <laughs> I'll get you to add yourself, add yourself into the initiative wrong. Come on, you've got this. Do you have um, dark vision? I don't believe so, no. 
Okay. So if I get too close to it, I won't be able to see anything. Uh, let's see. I'll just roll a d20 and I have to edit. Um, whoops. Well, uh, you're a half orc, right? Is yeah. everyone adding themselves in now? And you have dark vision, I think. Oh, really? It should be under your uh, perception, passive perception, there's uh, additional, and would say dark vision. Oh, yeah, it does. My bad. Yeah, I just couldn't see where it was listed. Were we supposed to roll initiative as well? Yeah, I'm just getting rid of everyone else because I've still got stuff in there, but I don't want to delete Ashtar's. Ashtar, what did you get? Oh, 20, okay. Just want bear with me for a second. I'm getting rid of the spider. Uh, okay, yeah, if everyone else could add themselves in. Okay. Party incoming. Ooh, Aruga. Oh, but. Oh. Oh. Um. oh uh, also, if you're within ten feet of Xerotl, which I guess you are because we are holding hands, you get plus four to initiative. Which just means for everyone. Oh yeah, I suppose uh, it'll matter. But, yep. Okay. We'll just just add four into your rolls. You can probably naturally do that by editing your um. Yes. Thing? Uh, I mean, plus sorry, plus five to the initiative. Okay. So my role is already counted in with the plus five, but everyone else has to do it manual. Okay. Do you want me to do it for you guys? Let me know. Yes, please. Okay. So um, yes, please. Riddle, you're a sixteen. A Lauren plus five, you're a twelve. And Petrus, you're going to be a fifteen if you're a, unless you've already done it. Okay. Uh, descending. Okay, the thing on the stairs. It beats me. Can you see anything right now, Ashtar? On the map? Yeah. Yeah, yep. Okay. Alright, so the thing flies. It launches off into space and flies across. Takes the higher ground in a Obi-Wan fashion and um, it looks at you with these horrible eyes and you need to do a charisma saving throw. That's better than intelligence I suppose. Yes. Alright, let's do this. Uh, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Wait, as a fighter at high level, you can have. I think that you have Indomitable, which allows you to re roll yeah. any saving throw. Is it saving throw, sir? I thought that was. Yeah, cool. saving, saving throw versus Charisma. Yeah, I will like that. Indomitable. Yeah. Depending on your level, I think they get an extra one at some point. Okay, it's still going to be a fail. And yeah. what it does is it looks at you, only does three damage, but that reduces your maximum by three as well. Ooh. Um, it then launches in at you. 
attacking with a claw. Hitting armor class 22. Yeah. Doing 20 slashing damage. It slashes again with another hand. Armor class 15, that's not going to miss, I guess. Raking, yeah, against, raking against your damaged armor. And finally, the maw opens and it clumps, champs down 23, doing 25 piercing damage with a bite. Ouch. Okay. And you find that as it's doing this damage to you, it seems to be getting stronger, getting fleshing out these slender arms are sort of pumping up with your own energy. Um, Ashtar, what do you want to do? Um, <laughs> I want to pull out my, uh, my celestial sword. The, uh, okay. what's it called? Perdition or something. Yeah. Like that, I remember. remember to make the sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't remember what the sound even was. I can't remember either. <laughs> You've draw out your great sword. Yeah. Roll to hit. I assume. Yes. Now I don't have that specifically in there, but I've got it as a great sword plus two, so the extra damage will have to be done. Okay. Separately. But twenty-five to hit. Okay, twenty-five. Five um, hits. At seven. Okay. Um, and then that works out to be what fourteen slashing damage. Yes. So if you roll your fourteen and they just roll the d six, I think it is an extra d six radiant. Radiant damage is a six here. Okay. Uh, second attack, I think. You're going to get three uh, from if I three. remember. Let's try to do it a bit more quickly this time, huh? Uh -huh. Oh. I don't think. Armor class 19 is a hit. It seems, oh, it does? seems very, very tough, but you managed to find a weak spot in the leathery hide. Yeah. Alright, and I'll so, do the, the d6 again then. Okay. Which is a 3 this time. Okay, so 19 in total. You can see it's health spike. Doesn't, doesn't 19 crit for you? Um, yeah, but it wasn't a 19. No. Um, That's not a natural. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, so, and third attack. Yeah. Alright. What's this time? 24 to hit. And then I'll do the D6 manually. Oh. Okay, so 23 for the third one. Three big hits, yeah. all of them hit, taking huge chunks out of this thing. Um, and then on Riddle's turn, your action this turn is your port and you appear on the stair. Um, Sir Lotto goes, I'm just scrolling through you all here, because it's how close you appear. Then Sir... Yeah, so, appearance is our action, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
And then Aloran, where are you? And Cleon. Now, why is this all yellow? Are people emanating light somehow? It's very. So Petrus, I think, has some sort of aura going from the previous game. Ah, okay. All right, I can switch that off. Probably just a light spell or something. A good question. Can we still have our bonus actions? Um, no, it's just your act, your your action this turn at, at the end is traveling between worlds. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um. Um. Can I do um the for the attack that I hit? Yes. Can I use my um martial adaptability, the menacing attack one? Oh yeah, sure. So when when you hit, you use a super, superior die to add to add to add the total to damage roll, and the target must make a wisdom saving throw, um, beating DC 18. Okay. And failure is frightened of you until the end of the next. Oh, okay. Yep. No worries. Um. Okay. So I add another D6 to, to the damage as yeah, well. Yeah, roll your D6 to the damage. And, and it seems it definitely fails. perturbed by you. It's a bit hard to tell whether it's feared, but you think it probably is. Yeah. So yeah, that's an extra four damage and right. it's frightened. So you're in there, pound, 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 doof, doof, doof. And um, aggress it. Yes. Hi, guys. And then boom, 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 end of turn. Uh, let's see. Okay. It looks at you again. Can you roll a charisma saving throw? You are 10 feet away from Salotl at this point, Ashtar. <clears throat> yeah, so that's uh, plus four. Okay. How'd you go? Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize. Um, six, 16. Right. 16 is a pass. So it just comes <gasps> in at you. Now it's going to have negative to attack you. And uh, Xerot is going to use his Vigilant Rebuke to deal 2d8, I think, damage. I'll, I'll post it in the chat. Just give me a second. <clears throat> so that was Charisma saving throw, right? Yep. Whenever you or your intelligence you can use your reaction to force damage to a creature that falls to saving throw. Okay, so it takes, yeah, roll your 2d8. Neat. And plus my charisma, or does it already count? No, I have yeah, to add my charisma, so that's plus, uh, plus four. Okay, it takes an extra so 17 damage. 17. When you tell it off sternly. Mm -hmm. Daring to attack Ashtar. Now, Ashtar. Hey, man of that! <laughs> Ash Ashtar, um, what's your armor class? My armor class is currently 18. 18, okay. So he attacks you with a claw, uh, misses, attacks you with another claw, and misses, and attacks you with a bite, and Ooh. hits. Doing 21, okay. 21 damage, Ashtar. 
Uh, it's disadvantage because it's frightened of her. Yeah, I know. A 20 and a 13. That's why it wasn't a crit, that last one. <clears throat> yep. Oh, so, now I'm angry. <laughs> it's, it's your turn, Miss Angry. Okay. I am going to do the same thing. Okay. I'm just going to bash, bash, bash. All right. And just... just roll all three to hit rolls. I think you're going to need them. You can see if you can see by the health bar. It's, uh, where's... One hit. Uh, you have advantage if it's still frightened. Because I think that's until the end of your turn. I don't think you do. Okay. Frightened. It has, dis it has disadvantage. That's it. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about Paladin feature. Yeah, okay. so, I also do critical on the roll of an 18 to a 20. Nice. So, so yeah, um, one of those was definitely crit. Yeah, great. So, um, sure. once you do all of those, then you could, uh, like the 31 obviously is a hit, the 24 is a hit, the 21 is a hit. Um, so, for your D6s, you can just roll 4D6 and add all of that on as well. I did the d6s as well, didn't I? Oh, yeah. I think I rolled it. Oh, okay. Like, I rolled um, each d6 after each roll. So. Okay. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see it there. Okay, so the first one comes in doing 19 damage. Um, I think I get an extra attack for doing a critical, though. You do? Is it? Great weapon, yeah, Master. Yeah, so I've got one more on top of all that. <laughs> the next one does 19. Oh. Big hits. Doof. So, that was a 16 hit, though. Uh, 16 misses. Yeah, so that last one is a miss, then. Okay. And the third one... Yeah, what I was saying is the third one, because of the crit, um, should have been 2d6 rather than 1d6 extra. <clears throat> so I've got an extra d6. d6. Yep. Right. Sorry. So 25 for the critical, plus whatever the D6 is. When I roll damage dice, I can re-roll ones or twos, though. Oh, nice. So I'll just re-roll re yep. re that. Yep. I said two. Ah. Does it does it happen again? No, it's not. A, it's you take the take the other yeah. roll. It's possible to roll a two and then mm -hmm. and then roll a one. Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's badly injured. Riddle, what do you want to do? I am. Ugh. I'm gonna throw some Eldritch Blast. I think. Okay. Now, do, um, do you um, ignore cover? I've got the spell sniper. Yeah. Okay. Great. Go for it. Do natural rolls. Fifteen. Fifteen's a miss, unfortunately. Thirty's a, yeah, thirty's a hit. And three. Okay. That one hit? Yep. And then that 
We four damage. Oh, okay. And do you have dark vision, by the way? Um, yeah, uh, check. I. I have dark vision up to, um, with my. And Devil's Sight. Devil's Sight, okay. Great. Yep. Um, alright, so. Anything else, Riddle? Um. Not for the moment. Okay. Um, so Lotto. Okay. Um, so we are in darkness, right? Yes. Okay, then I think you should scratch that to Vigil and Rebuke because it has to be a target that I can see. And okay. he doesn't have a, okay. a dark vision. Right. No. Why is it so dark in here? And I'll cast Daylight. Okay. Uh, you cast daylight, it lights up all around you, but the magical light of the daylight does not penetrate the shadows surrounding this thing in Ashtar. You still can't see Ashtar or the thing on the stairs. Okay. We'll just have to try and uh, I guess I will move up here, if I can. Okay. And you can tell that there's a thing there, but you just can't see it. Okay. As a bonus action, I'm going to bite it with my hungry jaws. Okay. Roll to hit, disadvantage. Okay. Okay. Does it hit? Uh, 21 hits. Okay. How much damage? A whooping six, I think. Okay. I don't know why it's not showing. Oh, I didn't let the animation finish. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Six slashing damage. All right, you bite it, chomp, 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 and you feel like you're doing damage. Um, you know, there's material stuff there. It's not just all shadow and whatnot. And I think that's your turn, Sir Petrus, followed by Alora. Mm -hmm. Sir Petrus. I will cast a third level spell. Okay. Uh, Spirit Guardians. I will then stride forth into the darkness. Okay. Now the Guardians don't cease to exist, but the light that they emit, if they do emit any light, um, yep. don't. Luckily, sense. I don't need to see the target for my spirit guardians no. to affect it. Yeah, and the spirit guardians, what? That's a. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember what's the radius of that. Uh, let's see, fifteen foot sphere. Okay, all right. I'll just put you put your aura up there. Okay, so you stroll in there. <laughs> You've got your spell, the um, ghostly images are swirling around you. You've walked up, and then Aloran, what do you want to do? Oh, so that will have done 13 points of radiant damage. Uh, on its turn. Oh, is it? Yep. At the start of its turn. So it will happen before okay. it gets a go. <clears throat> gotcha. Aloran. Um... 
can I see um, past uh, over here? So at the moment, everything in front of me is black because of the darkness. Yes. Uh, no. We are guardians. Can, uh, daylight is on. So sort of daylight. Can you see in... Gotcha. Do you have dark vision, Aloran? Yes, I do. Okay, so yes, you can see. Uh, there's no line of sight, though. Will, will the dark vision pass through the sphere of darkness yes, surrounding the creature? Yeah, Yeah. So the dark vision, you can see through it with your regular dark vision. It's just light doesn't go through it. Gotcha. Mm. Um, then I am going to... Um, I'm going to say to Riddle, um, do you trust me? <laughs> Trick question, Riddle. Do you trust Aloran? You can shout a quick response. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast um, Dimension Door with my hand on um, Riddle's shoulder. And I'm going to take us over to the other side. Okay, so boom. And riddle. Boom. All right, in a little bamf, you both disappear and vanish, and now you've got the thing surrounded. Um, um, and I'm going to give a little bit of a quiet pep talk to riddle and go, see, now we're on the other side. This is going to work. And give her inspiration. All right. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, Cleon is still with you, and he backs around a little. He got, actually, no, he can do it from. Like, da, 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 da. No, he can't. Um, he casts a spell, but you're not sure of what the effect is. It's just not a visible one. Probably a protective one or something. Cleon's still with us. I thought he was dead. No, it was uh, Durenti who's dead. Oh. And the thing on the stairs. Now, um, this fear. Ashtar, can you tell me about it? I can't remember if... Um, right, yes, right. I, I can't remember whether it would have run out at the end of its turn. Oh, it it's the end of my next turn from when I cast it, so or when it took effect, and it was my first attack that I did it on, right? So it would have ended it's at ended. the end of my... Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so it, it flaps out. Oh, and I can probably just do it from there anyway. And looks at you once again, um, and you need to do another charisma saving throw. I don't forget the uh, damage it takes on starting its turn within... Oh, yeah, roll your damage. It ta it does, I'll do That's it. 13 points. Okay. Do I still have a, a plus four to my um, charisma from? You do. Yeah? Yep. Sweet. Gonna need it, I'm sure. Ah. Yeah. Um, so 13 plus four. I think, what is it? No, 12 plus four. Yeah, that's a pass. <clears throat> okay. It attacks you with a claw, though, Ashtar. Um, slashing across you, finding a gap for 12 damage. It does it again. Hitting again for another 23, and then it chomps down, biting you, hitting again for 32. Okay. So, Let me just 10, 20, 30, 60. 
Yeah, I'm pretty low. 70 total. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, and it flies off into the mist. It and here I am. Uh, attacks of opportunity. Uh, you can't, Zolotl, because you can't see it. Um, but I think Ashtar can with dark vision. Assuming you've got dark vision. I have dark Hubbox vision. Hubbox too, so yeah. Okay. You can take a swing, Ashtar. Awesome. Just the one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, let's do this. So, 22 to hit, no, no. Yeah. 28 hits. Yeah. And then I do six slashing and then four All extra right. damage. So take that 20 just for daring to leave. Um, and it flies and sort of plummets down into the mist. Man, I mean, what was the point? I was happy to be friendly with this thing. <laughs> what a waste. Anybody and know I... what it was? <laughs> I'm out of breath. <laughs> if anyone's got Arcana, you can have a go. If anyone's got... If, if either of the Elysium um, refugees uh, could have a history check as well. Hmm. Neat. <clears throat> I think Kaur's got 10 for his Arcana. 17 for his History. Um, what about Aloran? You've tended... I can't remember if you've got... Uh, Arcana or History. I, I mean, I have half proficiency in both. But... Okay. You can roll an Arcana and a History. You've taken the penalty of, uh, you know, being a bard. You should get the benefit. <laughs> um, 16 and 5, okay. So, Petrus, you think that the shape and the description of these things is something that you may have heard people talk about. Um... You think it's pr the and there's stories about the thing that hides under the stairs and you think that that's more like you know gimp type stories but the description of it and what they call it um is the i i broke them i broke them yeah I'll, I'll paste it into the chat Uh, okay. I share that knowledge with the group. And uh, this is a history check that you're thinking of, and so it's probably a fairy tale or children's tale about the unbroken lives under the under the stairs and snatches you, pulls you. So, uh, the boogeyman. The boogeyman. <laughs> 
as we are in. What am I just called? I'm sick and tired of all the glitches here running away. Instead of dying as they should. Um, so Petrus, there's something a bit, a bit um, perturbing about these stories is the broken can't be killed in the in the in the folk tales. Mm. Not even take damage. Well, you've just seen it take plenty of damage, but you know it always comes back. It'll come back and get you no matter what. You don't know what that sort of means. This is told in the in the in a manner of a fairy tale. I think the fairy tale message for us companions is that we should make haste and leave this staircase. Wait a sec. We just got here. <laughs> Isn't this where we wanted to go? No, this is a passage between worlds. We need to find our exit before the Eobrokum comes back. Um, Eloran, you've, you, you hear Sir Petrus talk about the Eobrokum. Um, you, you've studied some of these things in your former life, in your travels. And um, what did you roll? You got a 16 for Arcana. You think that this is a fiend, some sort of shadow fiend. And you even think that you might remember them being described as a demon, a creature of the abyss. Which I obviously share. Yeah. And what you know of these things is that they devour souls. They, they have a stole-stealing gaze. And if they kill you, they devour your soul and they be themselves become stronger. Uh, divine sense immediately? Yeah, so, so you, um, you look around and you, you can't sense any demons anywhere nearby. Well, as we got in here, oh, I mean, no, it's not suggesting we have to hold hands the entire way, but if this is a soft spot one way, maybe it is a soft spot to the other. But yeah. I really want to kill that. Cleon calls, Please. Out, <laughs> Cleon calls out from the back and says, um, from where I am, I, I gave the same sensation that we had when we came here, that... Um, if we try to think our way out, we could leave um, at this point, at this landing. Yes, this and, is what I was I was thinking. We could all and he took come a, back. He takes a step up, yeah. Sorry, can you go on, Ashta? Um, just, yeah, th this is... I mean, I push through alone, and I think you push through together. We can we can come back here. We can go, go to the, the tavern again and, 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 and push through back to here when we're ready there's not necessarily a need to, to stay in this it, it's it's in a convenient place i mean it's not like we'll forget it to be honest, i don't even know where this or what this place is or why are we here well look around you friend surely this is not the infinity stair that we were talked apparently the infinity stair does not reveal one's purpose. Sure, but it's it's we're pursuing the young girl. This is the way. This is where she was. Where she wanted to go. This is the 
this is exactly We're following a lead and a trail we don't necessarily need to know its purpose we learn by being here right i mean i understand we we weren't necessarily ready to step into this part of our our mission we were we were at the tavern and the the, the blacksmith and i i don't know i just kind of idly was thinking about it and i pushed through but but we can go back and and prepare ourselves and then come back and, and now we know where we're meant to go Perhaps a question arises, though. When we leave, where do we leave to? Uh, Can we go anywhere we desire within Delysium, or we go back to the same spot? I think that's the thing, though. We we go where we think we want to go, right? Mm. It's a, it's a, it's willpower and and thought. It's not it's not constrained by physical space. I don't think it, it has to lead to the same place. I don't think one doorway is always going to be the same location. It's, uh, it's, we think about the tavern and we go to the tavern. Where did the girl want to go from the staircase? Well, the temple. I think so, but I, I was going to just think of the girl and hope that it would take me to her, in the same way I assume you all were thinking of me when it brought you here. The girl is up. Let's head up the stairs and mm. see the next landing, at least. I agree. But, you know, yes. Sounds good. There, uh, there is a landing um, behind you, so there was a, probably a 10 by 15 space yeah. uh, where you appeared. Um, but all that you can see now is stairs. So, Sepetris has sort of uh, walked past and just headed up. And Sepetris, you can probably see a landing above. Um, and can I see a spiral of stairs up in in the centre of this this place, well, lit by the daylight spell? Um, the daylight doesn't penetrate the mist, but you can definitely see within you know thirty feet or so beyond. The staircase continues to spiral upwards and downwards. And you can tell, at least from the just from the luminescence of the light, that the, that the penetrate the, the penetration from the daylight it goes both up and down. You're investigating this, Petrus, and because you're at the front, I, I believe, right now, and um, looking at, looking up, you look up and see the. The daylight spell way above. Does the daylight require concentration, same as the? Uh, uh, nope, okay. I don't think so. Okay. Um, and uh, you look up, and that's fine. But you look down, and you see sprinting um, a globe of blackness approaching from beneath. Up the shaft or along the stairs? Up the shaft. It's just flying straight up the shaft. I call a warning to our to my companions. Okay. Does it look like the same creature, the uh, uh, Eobrokum? It does. Well, you, do I, do you uh, Sir Petrus, do you have dark vision? No, no. I mean no. the sphere. Does it look oh, yeah. of a similar it's size? It's the same shadowy shape, shaped globe. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So I'll, I'll say it returns, advance to the next landing. Do I have time to um, drink a, a potion of healing before? Um, it's trying to surprise um, 
but Sir Petrus's okay. passive is too high. Um, so it's going to launch onto here, and then you can you can act. Um, it, the lowest there is Cleon. Uh, I'll just roll a d20. I don't have his sheet on me, but that's going to be easy to approximate. And so Cleon. This is. We'll move on quickly from this because I don't really want to just fight myself. Uh, let's see. What did that do? 21 damage. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Twenty, forty, fifty. Okay, Cleon try and grabs him with one of the claws, with as a grapple and claws and bites with the others. Um, Cleon tries to resist, but it, it's stronger than him, a lot stronger than he is agile to wriggle out of it, and it wraps its rings around him, you know, like this black sh leathery sheath. And then it just lays backwards and just falls off the edge and disappears as the mist sort of swirls in. Uh. Do you uh, still want to stay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> But let me just do something. And I'll use... Hey, that, is uh, an, that is an entirely legitimate 24, 14, and 22 damage. <laughs> Can you see my damage rolls, by the way? Or uh, have I still got that switched off? No, they uh, weren't. We just see some D20 stuff. So I guess that's our attack rolls. Oh, the attack rolls you see, but not the damage rolls? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. All right, interesting. They're not secret, but... Yeah, uh, so, so also just in case he's going to use uh, the spell Detect Evil and Good, yes. which lasts for 10 minutes with, with concentration. Okay. Okay, you cast Detect Evil and Good, um, 30 foot range? Yep. Yes, okay. So you don't detect any evil or good um, within 30 feet. Ashtar, you can drink your potion. Petrus, do you want to make your way up to the... I do. We should advance, companions. <clears throat> but what about the... Whatever his name was. <laughs> Cleon, the, the sage. Cleon no, I remember, but Xeroto is being a bit of dismissive. Yes. <laughs> Riddle looks down and goes, that's going to make the Tarrasque a little bit harder to deal with. Yes. <laughs> oh, well. Time has passed. We can laugh about it now. So, Petrus, <laughs> um, you get to a point. Um, this is a logical map. You spiral up a little bit and eventually get to a landing, maybe about 60 foot up the stairs. I'm, I'm not sort of counting or measuring around. Um, but you get yeah. to a landing and you definitely feel like there's a place you could just step out. This is the place. 
Let's try this landing. Eloran, or perhaps Ashtar, can you lead the way through here? You, you are right there. <laughs> Fine. Yes, but I don't have the ability to make the passage. Yeah, I'm not feeling great, but I will. I will go ahead. Okay. Um, you're the expert, Ashtar. Lauren, yeah. are you having a go? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, absolutely. Okay, so you get there and you think about it and you go right. And what you, you go to press mentally against this wall, trying to step through, step out, step in, whatever. It's it defies logic. It's why you need to. You know, suppress your, you need to hold hands? your rational mind. Well, Aloran, you go to just probe it, and um, uh, while getting in requires significant effort, and it's like logically shouldering a door. Um, in this case, it's more like just drawing a curtain aside, a gauzy curtain aside, and you just. Um, uh, press on it gently and then find yourself vanishing. Hmm. And Sir Petrus and Ashtar, you find yourself, um, both of you, so just seeing a Lauren there, just vanish almost effortlessly. I, I was under the um, assumption that we would be uh, all passing through at once. Yeah, you can just. She holds out her hand to Sir Petrus. Shall mm. we? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the rest of you step through, and um... uh, be before we leave, uh, can I examine Asher's wounds? If, you know, to see the nature of them. Ah, yes. Roll a medicine check. Oh, eleven. Okay, you think that um, it's it's definitely not just an injury. Cure cure wounds won't just heal it. Um, nothing other than rest will heal this heal this type of injury. Uh, not even something like a greater or lesser restoration. Um, a greater restoration might, but so might a short rest or a long rest. Okay. Uh... Do you mind? And I will pull out one of the greater restorations. Both scrolls that they have. With the red, so that's been two rounds now that you've waited after Aloran's gone. Are you still? Are the rest of you still waiting for um, Sir Lottle? So uh, who's gone through? Uh, Is it just Aloran's through, and then I think someone said, "Oh, shouldn't we go through together?" Um, quick, quick, quick! You know. Yes. Riddle went and held hands, um, and then Sir Lottle said, "Hang on a sec, just before we go through, I just want to assess your wounds." Spent so one... maybe Sir, Sir Lottle and and Ashtar remain behind, but the others go ahead. Does that seem like what happens? I, I mean, that's what he proposed. You you don't have to follow. Okay. Do Riddle and Petrus, do you want to step through? I'm a passenger. Oh, okay. Yep. Alright, so Riddle, you skip through the tulips to another world and uh, take Petrus with you. And Sir Lottle, you cast your scroll. 
Yeah, and I think I need to roll for it because it's fifth level, and the max spells that I have is fourth. Okay. Uh, well, I'll put it in the. You can you can um, check that up, and we can come to it, and because either it'll work or it doesn't or whatever, and we can do that. It's it's a DC equals fifteen, but I don't know what I should roll. Is it my spellcasting ability? Uh, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability to determine whether. Yeah. Okay. So that will be charisma for me. Ugh. Doesn't work. Uh oh. It's a scroll down. Yeah. Yep. It's got two more, but uh, I think that's enough for one day. So pretty. All right. Petrus, what's the deal with your concentration? How long does that last? 10 minutes. Okay, so that'll still be going up if you choose to. All right. So my detect good and evil is also up, okay. I guess. Okay. And uh, daylight doesn't take a thing, I think. Yeah, it lasts uh, one hour. Right. Okay, There's a, you've come into an imposing room, stretching up hundreds of feet to an impossibly vaulted ceiling high above. Um, there's, while, while it's a magnificent, magnificent room, clearly some sort of uh, uh, incredibly wealthy, um, richly appointed cathedral. And, but there's rubble littering the floor and there's rain cascading down from gaps in the ceiling. So clearly up above, in the rafters above, it's shadowy up there. There's um, holes in the ceiling. You can see bits of broken glass and things on the floor as well. There's thin puddles scattered all over the tiled floor. And the tiled floor depicts a mosaic of a, of a man in prayer. Do I recognise any of the religious iconography? Um, can you do a religion or a history? Your your decision, one or the other. I'm both pretty terrible. <laughs> yep, so Petrus, you can have a go too. I sit down on one of these uh, benches while yeah. they're looking around. Have a rest, yep. Okay, so... Try to, like, my breath back. <laughs> um, Eloran, you think that this is... You don't know exactly what, but you think that this is um, representative of the gods of Elysium. So while this is another plane or a demiplane of some sort, 
it's the architecture and the and the nature of the religious symbols and iconography and so on is is of the pantheon. I think there was thirteen gods of, of Elysium that you had encountered, not encountered, but heard of. Heard of. Can I see then you know thirteen different symbols and No, there's one. This is to one of them. Um, so Petrus, the tiles on the floor of the mosaic where the man's face in, is in prayer, the face mm. has been chipped away. There's some smashed tiles. Someone's chipped them away or dug them up or something along those lines. And are there any, um, is, is there a, a principal god that is worshipped in this place? Um, you think that it's some sort of, you don't know for sure, but you think it's some sort of animal god, possibly a raven or a crow, something like that. You know, some pantheons, uh, they use animal, not like a shaman sort of thing, but like a, a but more, more like Egyptian pantheon, how they use whatever that, that they think that some particular animal embodies. And then they think of that God as either taking on the form or maybe parts of it, or maybe just the spirit of it. Hmm. This must be one of the fragments of the, the temple. Um, what was it called? This, the Temple of the Gaunt Silhouette. That's the one, yeah. And um, for all of you, you can start to hear a psalm, a, like a, a religious song. No words, just... And it's high-pitched, and it's coming from somewhere up in the ceiling. Can I see, the see if I can perceive the direction that it's coming from? Um, you can tell. Uh, you get, uh, do, do a uh, perception for me. Maybe 300 feet above you. It looks like there's, you know, like some old cathedrals might have gargoyles everywhere. Well, this has mm. got statues of angels standing on the rafters, looking down upon the congregated masses. And the sound is coming from the angels' well, mouths? Well, they've all got their mouths open. Oh, remember, this is, sure. this is 300 feet away, but yeah. you're perceptive enough to see that there's shadows and things. A, a wordless psalm. Does anyone speak celestial? Do speak celestial. Okay. The Ashtar speaks celestial. Yeah, no. yeah thanks, to, thanks to the sword, right? Because of the sword. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I was going to say. Okay. Um, Ashtar, channeling through your sword, you understand and you, you have you're enlightened by your weapon. Um, I know. I can hear. It is a psalm as a plea for the mercy of death. Ooh, I've got a sword for that. 
Yeah, and it starts to rise and and develop, the song does. Mm. Is it um like in in the sense of the the tone and the feel of it? Yeah. Is it like a comp no. or mournful? It's mournful and it's also getting more sorrowful. Okay. But not like threatening. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just... No, but it's building, building up in pace. Are there exits from this place? <laughs> cool. <laughs> Let's have a look. Um, looking around the room, you can't see any exits. It looks like there might have been at one stage, but the, the you know there's archways and things, but the archways have got purple marble planes across them, oozing with black ichor. Ashtar is injured, and if I understand correctly, Zolotl, it does not seem that magic will help her recover, but rest is necessary, and this is not a safe place. It depends. Are you able to restore her to a great degree? The scroll, it worked. Uh, I, I mean, what I mean, it would have if it was cast properly, but you need to make a check, and I failed on that check. Ah. So if you have greater restoration, you could cast it. I do, and will. Um, Riddle, you find you've got some vermin. Vermin? Yeah, you start scratching. It's ah. either a tick. Or a mite. Um, no. And you, you, you guys look her off. Look, and you see Riddle sort of scratching at some sort of you know behind her ear or something like that. Um, and then you see the floor start to erupt in these little scratching, biting insects, and they leap, swarming. Let's see. Are they affected by my magic? I'll check. Just checking. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. Here we go. Okay, um, what I'm going to have to do, because the, they're affected by your magic either when they first enter it um, or when they start their turn. So I'm going to add them to initiative and I'll get you guys to all add yours. Oh, we're all? all, we're all. Cool. Well, yeah, because the insects might bite you. Uh, remember to add plus five to initiative if you're within ten feet. Um, who's that for Salato? That's everyone. 
Uh, yeah, I assume so. Yep. Uh, how much did you say we add to initiative? Plus five. Nice. Anthony, can you please update my number? What's your what? What am I updating? Oh, the my the, sure. Ta. And. Ah. Okay, so where is it? Mine as well, please. No worries. Where are you? Oh. You you can click it in the turn tracker and adjust it yourself if you need to. Just click the number. Oh, now I feel like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Done. Okay, so these insects appear underneath you, Riddle. Uh, when they appear... Oh, crikey. When they appear, everyone needs to do a constitution saving throw. Bear in mind, you're getting your plus two. Uh, uh, plus four from Xeroto. Yes. Um, I didn't seem uh, to... Sorry, I rolled ability yeah. check. Ignore that. I was wrong. Yeah, I can't see you in there, Ashtar. Yeah, I rolled a nat one for my initiative, but... That's okay. You I can didn't do it again. Seem to go in. Our rule was um, the first one that you roll that successfully goes in. So you can just do again and take the new number. Mm -hmm. Hey. Real good. Nice. Weird. Oh, okay. Thanks. Okay. Um, anyone who. Riddle got a nat 20 for her constitution okay, save. So the constitution save. Um, everyone who got 20 or above um, takes 8, uh, 9 damage. Anyone who but rolled nine. below 20 takes 18 of uh, biting. Uh, might be poison. No, it's just piercing. Just piercing, biting insects. I will need to make a concentration check in that case. Okay. Oh, for the... You still get plus four to that. That's lucky. <laughs> <laughs> right. I make it with the plus four. Nice. Oh, because you saved. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Either way, because uh, it's half. Um, okay, so you save the spell still up. Uh, Riddle, what do you want to do? Uh, just quickly, can I still feel the squishy sensation between the oh. areas? Like, to get back to the staircase? Uh, no, now it's more like the other way around. It will take a while of shoving. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. I don't like bugs. Uh, it's not fleas, though. <laughs> okay. What are you going to do? Riddle have advantage, then, because she's got fur covering her. Yeah. And, like, when they bite, they can't get to the skin as easily. Uh, she can't get rid of them, either. Yep. <laughs> riddle. Uh, riddle, Riddle. I am just going to aim a firebolt straight at the middle of the... Okay. Swarm of insects. You roll a firebolt and it launches through and sails on to its extreme range. And uh, um, 
none of the insects really get affected by it. You might have killed a couple. Um, it's not really effective given that there's just this huge mess all around you. Off the couple that do... Do my spirit guardians have any effect upon them? Um, they don't seem to. I know it's at the mm. end of the turn, but it's still effectively a continuous effect. And it looks like they're not... They're ignoring the spirit guardians. And Riddle, you see that your flaming thing might hit a couple of bugs um, and kill them, but they just vanish rather than fall to the ground dead. Anything else you want to do, Riddle? Um, I mean, are, you, are these things even real or are they all in my head? <laughs> And maybe see if I can move and jump on a chair to get just a little bit further away. Okay, do your movement. Uh, so I'll just jump on like that chair over there. Okay. All right, you jump on the chair, sort of trying to hop up, and they all sort of leap up at you, and you need to do another saving throw. Nah. Another saving throw. Yeah. Constitution. You get. Uh, you don't get Petrus's bonus. Uh, Celotel's bonus this time. Well. How'd you go? Oh, twelve. I got a twelve. Oh no. Okay. Um, in that case, whoops. Yes. You take 36 damage from the biting insects. Oh. Wow. Okay. Ow. At the ash and at the end of your turn. Ashtar. There's insects all around I... you. It's like you're in the locust yeah. swarm. I want to get out. <laughs> okay. Do your movement. Uh. At least up to here. Okay, you yeah. sort of stagger through the crowd and finally you get to the edge of it. Um, you can still hear the hymn from above, and this time it sounds angry. Yeah. Are the, the words changing? Like the tone, the. Um, um, like theme of the words, I guess? Uh, no, it's more repetitive. Pray for the mercy of death. Okay, well, Right. Well then. You've, uh, any action? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what to do. I'm so tired. I don't want to do. I don't. I don't want to do die. Anymore. I just want to sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't really know what to do. I mean, I guess I could have uh, swung my sword around to try and hit them, but it yeah. seems a bit useless. So, uh, I, I mean, beyond that, I don't know what I've got. Yeah. That's exactly what um, it feels like being in an insect sorry. plague. It's it feels. Yeah, yeah. There's just nothing. Yeah. I also, you know, I have axes and bows and and swords. Yeah. Can't do anything against this, so I'm just maybe I'll just actually even step around this little bit a bit and like okay. try to almost duck behind bit the, of, <laughs> bit the of cover. Pew. Okay. <laughs> Sir Petrus. Yes, I'm. Looking at my options. You got six seconds. You're I six. will <laughs> cast a dispel. Okay. Dispel magic. At, at what level are you casting it? 
just for I think it will be level hang on. Uh let's go with level four. Okay. Um just in case it matters, can you roll a <laughs> dice and see what level spell you would dispel? I will do so. Uh so that's a, a D twenty plus uh it's basically a spell attack, isn't it? Uh, no, I think it's, let's have a look. It'll be in Dispel Magic. Ability check using, oh no, it's just my uh, wisdom. Yeah, an ability check, yes. Yeah. Okay, so a 19 will dispel a 7th level spell. Yeah. Um, the insects all vanish. Good. For my next trick. Hmm. <laughs> you pull it out, uh, rub it out of your hat. Zolotl won't get lumped. I will stay put. <laughs> okay. Now you've got to be hungry. Zolotl? Uh, so, uh, did Serpa just get to cast the Great Restoration on Ashtar? Uh, no. Yes, I did. Oh, did you? Oh, I thought I did. Oh, yeah, I had. I don't mind. Uh, done. If you've done the Great yep. Restoration, then. Um... I did, but I haven't done any healing yet. No. Okay. okay so the First question. Oh, go ahead. The Restoration will um, get rid of Ashtar's level of insanity, as well as okay. restore those three hit points from your maximum that you lost. So your maximum is now back to its normal. Okay. And first question, my detect good and evil, does it proc? It's uh, fiend, celestial, aberration, undead, anything like that, or consecrated or hallowed ground? Okay. Um, well, this ground is consecrated. Mm-hmm. You know, everywhere within 30 feet of you is consecrated, and there's none of the creature types yeah. you mentioned within 30 feet. Okay, so I'll drop it since I don't need it anymore, and I'll walk up to Ashtar. And with my, let's see, uh, I guess fourth level spell slots, I will cast uh, Aura of Vitality. Oh. So that's concentration for 10 minutes. At the end of every round, uh, you regain 2d6. Okay. So that's like, unless you get interrupted, I can roll it all at once at the end. Uh, depends. We're round by round right now. But um, healing energy radiates from you in a 30 foot. Until the spell ends, the aura yeah. moves with you. You can use a bonus action to cause one creature. And so you're using your bonus action now? What was that? Uh, yeah, basically, uh, every round I will use it, and you can tell me when you are interrupted, and at that point I can roll all the rounds that has happened. Uh, just, so, yeah. just roll your 2d6, we'll see what happens for this round. Okay. I just want to heal. Yeah, so you get your 2d6, Ashtar. Ooh, there we go. Leaking out of Zerlotl. 12 back. Lucky roll. And then Aloran. Okay. Thank you. Aloran. Um... Uh, how the, how many angels are up in the gods? Um, hundreds. Hundreds. Yeah. 
Um, and how are they looking? They're all looking down at you. Angrily. Singing at you. They've still got their mouths open. Nicely. They've got their, hand, their hands clasped in prayer. Right, so Alone will um, spin his lute around and start to play a counter melody to the song that they are singing. Okay. All right. Um, you sing your song and the singing stops. It goes quite deathly quiet. Uh, pause in the music just to see if it garners a reaction. Yeah. Can you roll a um, performance for me? Yeah. All right. This loot has come in handy. Um, all right, you um, seem to somehow counter and stop the music with your own. Uh, they duck and... angels. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm, and I'll stay in a sing-song way that is no, in no way interrupting the flow of the music. Um, I'm not entirely sure how long this lasts. Let's find a way out of here. Okay, is that your turn over, Lauren? Yeah. Okay, thank you. I sort of drifted off there, so okay. And then I was waiting for everyone to answer, but I hang on, we ran by round, not... Um, uh... Okay, Lauren, Petrus, Riddle, probably Salotl, Ashtar sitting, catching a breath. Um, you hear the beating of wings you hear something above you and far above, maybe 60 feet or so, somewhere between 60 and 100 feet, this angel appears. What does it look like? Can you see on the screen? It's, oh, it's, whoa. it's large. It doesn't look happy. It doesn't look happy. It looks bedraggled, um, beautiful silk robes that are now tattered and bloodstained, black feathered wings, black hair, porcelain white features and face, but no eyes to speak of, and with a mouth agape, much like the singing statues of angels above. This creature just uh, flaps its wings and beats and seems to just appear at that point and then gesture. Um, And these swirling, spinning blades appear. Looking to slice right through Aluren and Petrus. A, a question, was that a spell? Um, you're not sure. Do you want to try and throw out a counter spell? Hmm... 
Mm. <laughs> Difficult choice. Let's say no. Yeah, okay. So these, these, these blades all appear and then just start hacking and slicing through a line, shooting backwards and forwards. Um, both Lauren and Sir Petrus, can you roll dexterity saving throws, please? No Sir Lotto bonus this time. How did you go? Not well. Oh, two from Petrus and a 17 from Lauren. Okay, so for both of you, can you take 42 of slashing damage? And um, Selotl and um, Ashtar, looking up and down, these blades are shooting pretty much the entire length of the cathedral, as far as you can see. Now, Aloran and Petrus, um, which way? Do, you can stand in the blades, or you can... Da -da. Oh no, you can jump out when it's your turn, that's fine. Oh yeah, no, you, you, so this is like a plane, even though it looks like it fills up a space. So you can, as part of your saving throw, jump one way or the other, left or right. Lauren leaps up onto the steps and um, Sir Petrus dives into the middle of the chamber. Um, and this creature flaps its wings and flies up, 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 spiralling around and um, such that it's now approximately 200 feet in the air. Still not quite at the rafters. Riddle, what do you want to do? So about 200 feet? Yes. Less than 240? Yeah, you, you reckon less than 240 within the tolerance. Right. Uh, Riddle is going to throw some Eldritch Blast up there. <laughs> alright. Okay, just roll all three. Uh, 16, 27, and 17. You have still have inspiration if you want to re-roll one. Or add a d12 to it. Um, I'll see how these do first. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. Um, is is the inspiration after when you miss when you know you've missed? Okay. Um. I. I think it's after you roll, but not with you. But before yeah. knowing the outcome. Yeah. That's fine. So, um, one of them hit. One of them hit? Yeah. Okay. And roll your damage. That's right. You should see a health bar here, 200 feet above. Okay, so do 10 and damage. One of, the, one, of the, one of the force blasts hits it um, and sort of clips it. It sort of wobbles a little bit, but otherwise carries on. Uh, Riddle, do you want to do any movement or bonus action? And then Ashtar. Yeah. If I walk through the swords, am I going to get hurt? You reckon it's pretty much like jumping through a blender. Okay. I'll back up a little. 
And my I should have done this first. But for my bonus action, can I cast hex? Okay. You cast hex. Uh, what's the range? Yeah. Oh, hang on, I might not be able to. No, only 90 feet. Okay. Um, Can't quite reach. And standing back, you can now see that these blades are shooting backwards and forwards that project about 20 feet up into the air as well. Um, Ashtar. You're on mute, by the way. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty out of reach of me. Yes. Um, You've got a longbow, I think, still. That, I do have a longbow, that's, that's so... Prob that's probably got range, at least. It's all I've got that can do anything to this thing, so I will hesitate but put my beautiful, shining celestial blade... Yes, away? Away. Oh, no. So now I can't understand Celestial because it's only when I'm holding it. Right, okay. Uh, I don't care what you say. I, yeah, I'm shut up, shut up, shut up! <laughs> I don't want to hear <laughs> your song. So I will shoot with the... Uh, okay, roll to hit. Ten. Ten's a miss. You can get a second arrow though. Yep. Try again. Twelve. Twelve. No, that's a miss. Not very good. At you don't. You don't practice. You don't get the bow out enough. Yeah. No. Obviously, I need more practice. Yeah. Uh, no. Third one. I, yeah. I still get the third one. It's not one of the ones that involves having the swords, right? No. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and that's, miss that's, again. That's a, that's a miss as well. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to tell you that these are all at disadvantage, but I was waiting for you to hit first. Um, cause well, the, I didn't anyway, yeah, so... Because the, the short range of the bow is 150. Um, okay, so... Yeah, chung, I, chung, thought, chung. I thought they would be it. It's a desperate attempt, yeah. but you might have done some chip damage. But Sir Petrus, what do you want to do? You're on mute too, by the way, I think. Yes. I would like to ready a spell okay. for when the uh, Angel of Despair comes to within 60 foot of me. Okay. And otherwise I will remain stationary and waiting. Okay. Um, Zelotl. Okay. Uh, first for my action, I'm, I'll move five feet for my action. I will dump all of my, uh, what's it called, healing hands? No. Lay on hands. Uh, lay on hands. That's 80 HP Ooh. for Ashtar. All right. 80 hit points, Ashtar. Lay on hands. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, as a bonus action, first I'll move another five feet down here and maybe here. And I think Sir Petrus should be well within 30 feet of the R of healing. So that's 2d6 healing as a bonus action. Okay. Sir Petrus. Very good, thank you. All right, so t so your healer Rama goes off, and Aloran, your turn. Uh, just again. Yeah. I'm I'm lagging for some reason. Uh, that's ten healing. Yeah. Okay. I knew it'd come out in the chat, and Sir Petrus would do it. Sorry. 
Am I still in range of that aura of healing as well? Do uh, I get... No, he can only do it to one person, so he's flinging it left and right. He has to decide who gets it. Cool, no problem. Okay. Thank Sorry. you. Uh, prioritizing the lowest people for now. Yeah. Yeah. Alora. Oh, thank you. Um. You got your guitar. Uh. Yeah. A kind of. Um. What can I do? Um, if I summon a shadow spawn that's 90 feet, do they then then have any movement? What happens is when you conjure a creature, it appears in its square, yep. wherever that is, and yep. then you add it, roll initiative for it, and it, 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 right. it goes into the initiative tracker. If it's got yep, flight yep. and it can actually go there, then when you summon it, you know, it will be able to hover or fly or whatever. But if you conjure something up in the air, it'll take falling damage straight away. Just take falling damage yeah. straight away. Yeah. That makes lots of sense. Um, and I'm not entirely sure that it can fly. All right. Um, but I can summon some faith. So I'm going to summon um, some faith. Uh, I suppose it doesn't really matter where here. Um, I can, um, you... Oh, sorry. <laughs> that happened way more than I was intending. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just trying to determine, because this is my first time. What's that? Um, what kind of creature it is. Oh, are you summoning a shadow spawn? No, just, no, I'm going to summon Fae because I can, Fae can fly. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Right, um, and I want to just drop them next to me, um, and, um, that will be my action. Because they, they don't move straight away. I'm just bringing the Fae in. Love it. Um, and as a bonus action, I will... Um, do it. I'll uh, send a healing word over to Riddle. Healing word over to Riddle. Um, you summoned a Fae. It's appeared 90 feet in the air? Yep. Okay, so I'll put a 9 next to it just to show its altitude. Um, I can't do anything until my next turn with them, so... And uh, I think you can give it a com verbal command. Verbal like, command? Like this or something. This, well, when you cast a spell, choose a mood. Da -da -da, the creature resembles... What is in combat it shares oh it shares your initiative count but takes its turn immediately after yours so in other words I'm gonna it does add a turn um, put it right after you and so you can now ask it to do it it takes no action sometimes different summon things do take an action in the or or you know sidekicks 
Um, so sure. you, you can give it an order yeah. right now. Yeah, so I'm going to order it to attack the bad angel. Okay. So it goes... Um, do you have the stats for this creature? You should have that in its... I do. Okay. So does it have a ranged attack? Because its flight is not going to get within range of the angel of despair. No, uh, but um, so multi-attack number. Of, no, so it's going to dash, um, or at least fly as quickly as it can. Okay. Um, so towards the angel, yep. and it's going to take on. Um, a fuming Faye has advantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its turn. Just its mood for when it comes around to the next time. Okay, so it's it's flown as far as it can. Um, yeah. It's dashing. It goes and it's now 170 feet in the air. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it also has a bonus action. Doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but not if it. Yes. Bonus action. Da, da, da. That's a face step. Oh yeah, so we can face step um, and be at two hundred. Cool. I was going to wait and give myself advantage on my next attack roll, but I could also get up there. Sure. Why not? Let's get that gets me there at least. Um, I can't do an action though while I'm there because I've dashed. So no, it's going to stay 30 feet away and I'm going to use fuming as my bonus action. Ah, right, okay. Okay, and fuming, what's that going to do? As Gives, an advantage. Um, the... Okay, cool. Great. So next round, if it does get an attack, it's got advantage because it's, yeah. it's very cross. Neat. <laughs> All right. Um, that's it going. Um, this creature, the Angel of Despair, says a prayer to itself for a moment, a holy word of some point, some sort, and it vanishes. If... Okay, I'm going to try to contest Polka. What's your range of counterspell? Uh, that'll be it. Sorry? What's the range of counterspell? Uh, never mind. I don't think, uh, it's, it's, I don't think 60 it's, feet. No, yeah. yeah, most of these uh, are sort of 60 or 90. There's not much that's that sort of range. Insect Plague, however, is 300 foot. Um, okay. Let's see. Sorry. Sure, nine points of healing. Now, um, Celotal, what's the mm -hmm. what's the range of your detect good and evil? Uh, I already dropped it. Oh, okay. Because uh, aura of vitality is also concentration. Okay. Um, riddle. I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Tasha's Otherworldly Guise. Okay. You believe that you heard right. some wing beats and a doof next to you. 
This is before you cast Tasha's Otherworldly Guys. So if you okay. want to do something different, you can too. No, I, I think I'll stick with Tasha's. Okay. Um, trying to remember how to flip my thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's not showing up. So it says, I think I've grabbed a token that I didn't use for that. Yeah. So we won't worry about it for now. I'll give you an aura though. That can... Um, yeah, I, it gives me plus two to armor class. I've got wings. Um, hang on, see if I can pop it up. That works. Okay. Wings, wings, wings sprout at you. You fly. You're awesome. You're good with a sword. And you look cool. And Which is the most I important. Can... And that was a bonus action. Now, if you yes. want to cut sick with your sword or something, you can. I was going to say, I want to... If, if I think it's right next to me, I'd like to lash out in the direction I thought I heard it from. Okay. Um, twice with um, spare. Okay. Now, I think it's a bonus action to make spare light up, so spare wouldn't be doing its fire damage. That's fine for the moment. Yeah, okay. I... So... Roll to hit. Two attacks. Come on. Don't fail me now. 25. Now, you can't see this creature, so you have to roll at disadvantage. 17. So 17. You swish with this longsword uh, and miss whatever might be there or might not. You're pretty sure that there's something there, definitely. Probably. Second attack. For my yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, natural the disadvantage one. in that uh, one. one. Whoosh, you're flailing around. All the rest of you, you see Riddle start to ah, 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 throw up a defensive uh, turn call and um, pull out a sword, but is seems to be madly batting around at something. Ashtar. What do you want to do? You might be muted again. I can't see. Yes, sorry. Ah. Um, I can't see anything doing damage, can I? No. Alright, well, I will, it look, um... It looks like Riddle's in melee, though. Yeah, but shooting an arrow blindly... Oh, I yeah. mean, seems like a bad idea, especially when it's into a group of friends. <laughs> um, are they, these blades still up, swimming uh, around? Let me check, they might have just dropped. Yes, you can transverse them now. Okay. Um, I want to um, put my bow away and pull out my sword because I'm way more comfortable with that. And okay. it just, I was just like, you know what? If I can't see a target to hit with a bow, I'm, I'm swapping back to what okay. I'm good with. Yeah. So I pull that back out and I will um, now try to come around to be within what I'm hoping is until I see what's going on. Yep. I want to be close enough to like get in there okay. if I can. That's 25 but feet. You can do do another one if you want. I've got one more. Have... One more square. Uh, I'll go down here. Okay. Cool. So, so you yeah. Great. So you take up a central position. You've used your, your movement, um, drawn your sword free, and um, you can see Riddle seems to be fighting something that is yeah so i want to look there. at that and try to figure it out like watch um 
movements around it to see if I can find like an invisible. I'm not that smart, yeah. so I don't think I really like know much. I'm just kind of looking around, going, "What am I going to okay. hit? So you're going to hit something." You can, as an action, you can roll a perception check. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I'll, I'll have a go at, at see if I can figure out where this it's... thing might be. Cool. Uh, perception. Oh, not twenty on that. All right. So twenty-four. So you hear the flapping of two large wings, and you're pretty certain. Mm -hmm. Well, you are certain that this sort of humanoid winged creature um, is standing just to the south of Riddle. Ah, uh, anyone got a bag of dust? Just uh, shout to the group. It's there. <laughs> right. <laughs> right there. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything like right. you know. Verifier or yeah. anything cool this is, like that to do. This adventure is basically a, the adventure of gaslighting. They, um, yeah. <laughs> they, they, no matter what, yeah, 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 sure, it's there. That's, that's what the stories say. Yeah. Um, there's and, no dust around or anything that I can actually physically throw at it. Oh, there's there's, right? there's debris, but you've spent your your action yeah, for this nah. time. Um, Sir Petrus. I will move in the direction indicated. One, two, three, and then I will cast True Seeing. Okay, so you see indeed that there is an angel, the same angel that you saw above. It's now got a great sword, two-handed sword in its hands, emanating some sort of radiant power, and it's looking aggressively at Riddle, who can't see it. It's like Science of the Lambs stuff. I will call out a warning to Riddle that it, uh, you know, the the uh, creature is immediately, uh, you know, there. Yes. And gesture, uh, and I think that's the end of my turn. Or will I? Can I summon a spiritual weapon? Bonus action, you can. Oh no, it's casting um, two spells in, yeah. in one turn. So no, oh, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's me done then. Okay, so Okay, uh, one, two, three. I think that's close enough. Yep. Um, I'm gonna, gonna feel a little bit bad for so patches, but I think I'll cast Dispel Magic at fourth level, and I want to end invisibility okay. in the area. So, just throw up your Dispel Magic again. Mm hmm, just a second. Yeah, and I have cast it at 4th level. So I don't have to see the target, I just want to end one magical effect within the area. Choose one creature, object, or magical effect in within range. Yeah, so I know we're roughly... Yeah. The angel is because other guys pointed it out. Okay. So you, targeting that, I want to enter invisibility. You've um, benefited from um, Ashtar's natural twenty on perception, so you know exactly where to target. And the angel of despair appears directly before Riddle. Yeah, and to make it up to Sir Precious a little bit, I'm gonna give you another two d six heal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel so bad. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel worse all of a sudden. Oh no, two ones. Okay, Aloran, <laughs> you're right there too in the action, and you see this creature appear. 
What are you going to do? I was muted, sorry. Um, I am going to uh, shoot it with my hand crossbow. Oh, okay. <laughs> right between the eyes. Roll to hit. Well, you know, it's annoying. Yes. That's fine. 21, you hit it. Nice. Then I'm going to do, um, hold on, let me do that. Wow, it's a magic crossbow too. Is it? It is. Yep. Didn't know you had that up, um, up your sleeve. Hey. Um, and I've also got, I'm going to use one of my bardic inspirations to give it, do my psychic blades. When you hit a oh, creature with a rapid attack. You can expand one of your bardic inspirations to deal a 8d6 psychic damage to that target. Okay. And who's that going on? The 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 flyy bitch. Oh, um, but who? The psychic blades. Mm. Is that something that you do add that damage now too? Yeah, I do that damage to the angel of despair. Oh, wow, nice one. Okay, she clutches her temples as ears bleed um, and then looks around angrily. Your fae, 170 um, feet in the air. 170 feet away, all of a sudden, you know, completely out of range. Um, they're just going to come fly back as far as they can. Okay, so that's 80 and if they use the misty step, 110. Yep, perfect. Which would put uh, her 60 off the ground. Okay. Um, and then this creature goes. It attacks you, Riddle. What's your arm class now with your. Uh, currently 19. Okay. He, she, it whacks at you and misses with a 17. Lucky you're Tasha's otherworldly guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then swings back and does it again. Hits with a 23 this time. Uh, can I use my bardic inspiration? Yeah, to do what? Uh, to try and make it miss, or... Because it was a 23? Um, uh, it's, it's your roles, no? I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you're going to take 40, 52 damage from that single greatsword. 52? 52. Okay. Most of um, as a, <laughs> as a reaction, okay. um, can I please use Misty Escape? Uh, um, yes. reaction to turn invisible tell... When you take damage, turn invisible teleport up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space I can see. I remain <laughs> invisible to my next turn. Alright, you can move yourself. So, um, uh, so what's that, 15 back, and if I can actually fly up, teleport, and say 10 feet up. Yeah, okay. As well. Oh wait, no, I'm not going to do 10 feet up because I have to do a concentration check. You can, um, you can for taking damage. You can. Oh yeah. 
Well, you've it's... taken damage. You better see if the Tashes are still there. Yeah, that's... Um, but I get advantage being a Warcaster. Okay. Yeah, but so... so you see of half the damage taken, so it's 26? I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can, but still worth a try. Yeah, no. Okay. Poof. Uh, uh, no, the plus four is still going to do it. doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, so Tasha's is I, dispelled. Uh, and then good thing I sat on the ground then. Yeah, and you land on the pew, and you're sitting there, hunkered down, looking over the top. Um, and this creature whacks at you, and then alights and shoots up. Um, by the time it's finished flying, it's 120 foot off the ground. And it's Riddle, your turn. So, how far from me, sorry? 120. <laughs> Damn it. Um... And then Ashtar. Which means it's 60 foot from the ferry. <laughs> Fine then. Um, I'll just do a firebolt at this stage. Okay, right Pretty sure I can hit it with that. Yep. Uh, just normal. 28 hits. 28. Warrior damage. Twenty-three fire damage. All right, that's a significant chunk, a big blow. <laughs> uh, only a minor uh, thing, but it was in my area of um, uh, spirit guardians when it started its uh, turn. Yes, can you roll your damage for that? Uh, yep. I think it's just uh, was it three d eight? Twelve. Okay. Um, it takes. It it, it doesn't. Uh, avoid them, but it seems to not take as much damage from them. Maybe being an angel itself. Roger. Yeah, but it's 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 it, it has some effect, definitely. Uh, Riddles had her turn. Ashtar. Um, just quickly, sorry for my bonus action. Yep. Should have done this first, but better late than never. Yep. Um, I'm going to cast Hex. Okay. And choose. Um, sorry, I'll just, uh, Hex, and I'll choose, I don't know, um, uh, strength saving throws? Okay. And to have disadvantage on, and 1d6 necrotic damage whenever I hit with an attack. Okay. Ashtar. The hex is the skull that I put on there. Hey. Alright. Um, so I'm gonna rush in. Uh, it is how far? It's 120? 120 off the ground, yeah. So if I go somewhere like here. That's uh, yep. Within range of my longbow if I swap to that now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can, you can shoot with, without disadvantage. Still can't hit it with my favourite weapon, though. No. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, I will uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. Okay. Well, just roll. Shoot, yeah, right. roll your, th roll your three. So, oh man. Eleven. Miss. miss. Second one. Uh, oh, 
Even worse. Is it? Nine. Oh my god. It's tracing fire. Third one. So I am obviously terrible with a bow. <laughs> 17, 17 is a miss. Yeah. Maybe he hits I it. I just like glance. look at the bow disgusted. Glancing. Like, what is this? Yeah. Sir Petrus. Useless weapon. Uh, I will move uh, a little way over here. I presume that counts as difficult terrain. Yeah, moving over the pews, yep. And I will again ready an action to cast a spell if the Angel of Despair happens to come within 60 feet. Okay, what spell are you preparing? Banishment. Okay, now if the, banish if the banishment, go if, the, if the creature doesn't come within range, the banishment spell is still consumed. Just so you know, oh, really? you've effectively cast it, and you're you're on the last syllable and holding it. Right. Well, that's a drag. Salotto. Uh, so against two hundred something feet in the air. One hundred twenty. One hundred twenty. Oh, I actually might have something with that. Hmm. No, that's nothing really worth it. Um, but okay, first I'm going to use my bonus action on. Uh, I think Sir Patrick still needs it. Two d six healing. Bonus action. Eight. Okay. Yep. Yep. And for my action, I think I will hold spell or the cantrip to the dead. Okay. Well, when it gets within the 60 feet. Yes, all right. Tell the dead's and ready. Aloran. I am going to uh, shoot a firebolt at it because it's in within range. Firebolt comes sailing up. 17's a miss. She dodges. Boom. Ignore the second one. Sorry about that. Um, and with my bonus action, uh, I'm going to, um, cheer it or, you know, uh, call out, you know, in a loud, you know, performance voice, it's just a bitch with wings <laughs> and, um, send inspiration to Sir Lottle. Okay. Sir Lottle, oh, you, you. you have inspiration. Um, the Fae is within a full flight and a misty step of the Angel of Despair. It is exactly what they're going to do. Okay. That's the end of my turn. Oh, can it attack? Uh... Because it moved, and then it did a bonus Mo action, oh, step. That's right, bonus action. It, it can't ride itself up to be super angry, but... Um... No, but it can at least, you know, do something. It's got a multi-attack. Um... Melee attack. Um... Da -da. No, wrong one. 
I am just going to roll a. This says, sorry guys. Um, okay, this says short sword, melee attack weapon, your spell attack modifier to hit reach plus five. Nice, okay. Uh, so you can just roll a g20 on the roll 20 if you wanted to, and then we know that yep. plus five. Spell attack. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, and then they do. That one. It's not very great, but they also do. Four damage. Um, one, four damage in, and then that in force damage. Oh, okay. Another six in force. Is this from casting a spell of some sort? No, it says a short sword, melee attack, weapon attack. Your spell attack oh, modifier wow. to hit reach plus five plus. Um, a hit 1d6 plus 3 plus a spell's level piercing damage plus 1d6 force damage. Nice. So that's force is, is empowered in the sword. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, um, this creature is ignoring yours. Um, yeah, very cool. And flying... Actually, no, it'll take one shot at you. It's still got its angelic greatsword. I'm class 23. That will hit. And does 42 damage to your little fairy. And then she goes into the <laughs> dust. Right. Um, it then folds its wings in like a hawk and just swoops down. Once it gets within 60 feet, Solotl, you can get your little donger out and toll the dell, and Sir Petrus, you can fling off your banishment. Do your donger first, Solotl. Yeah. So, toll the dead is a wisdom saving throw 17 DC. Okay, pass that. Banishment. Uh, if he does nothing, then. Yeah. Uh, charisma save. 18. DC 18. Oh, here we go. Okay, you cast a spell, and the creature vanishes in mid-flight. Excellent. Now, do I know whether that was native to this plane, or do I have no idea? No, you don't. You don't know for sure. But normally, celestials are native to the upper planes, and mm. oh, but I don't know where we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, so it might be back in a minute, or it might be gone for good. Yeah. Friends, it may be gone only temporarily. Ready yourself, it might return within a minute. If not, we're in the clear. So, Lotto, do you want to roll out the rest of your um, 2d6s? Uh, yeah, I already used four of them, so I got six left. I mean, six rounds. Um, Riddle is four. not looking super yeah. healthy. So I'm thinking first to start putting it in Riddle. Okay. Uh, I don't, can I just roll for a few of them at the yeah. same time? Yeah, yeah, just. just... Roll them out as much as you want. Okay, uh, I'll roll for three rounds for now, uh, okay. and I see how good is Riddle doing. So that's two, three, four, five, six. So Petrus, can you roll either Arcana or Religion? Your call, and same with the Lauren, as far as figuring out what that thing was. 
and the nature of its relationship to banishment. An arcana. Uh, or religion. Yeah, that's uh, 20 points of healing for uh, Riddle. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so... If... Sorry, Lauren, what did you say? No, I was just going to... If we take a short rest, we can also... I can bump up some HP mm. if we use... Uh, we might not have uh, another 30 seconds, so... Yeah, no. Well, is uh, Sir Petrus able to tell with his Arcana 21 roll? Okay, so, Sir Petrus, you believe, now that you've seen it up close, that this was one of the upper tier of angels um about as powerful as they get um not quite archangel but you know would command legions normally um yeah. you think it would be a native of an upper plane um and while from a historical perspective elysium might have once been an upper plane you know this to now be some sort of uh aspect of the plane of shadow or plane domain of dread or whatnot so it's unlikely from the way you, the, the, your spells are working and so on that you're on an upper plane now all right you, good you need to draw your own conclusions from that but you think that it was not from this plane or if it was from mm. this place this place is no longer you know an upper plane yep um okay uh if you have the time i'm gonna use the rest of my arobitality so there's another three rounds. Okay. Uh, I guess to Riddle still. So there's another 22. Another 22 to you, Riddle. Thank you. Anybody else want to do anything? I want to start kind of pushing, finding soft spots, thinking, trying to find a way out of here. Um, Riddle Wait, will help. We just come in here for a reason. I mean, it's pretty and everything, but. The girl, it's Cecilia. Got, please, let's get out of here. I mean, that's we the, haven't the huge cow over there. <laughs> that's a cow? What else could it be? A chicken? <laughs> no. Chickens have feathers. The toy. It could be a boar with a very long nose. No. I don't know okay. what forest you grew up in, but that's a cow. Hey, Lauren, can you, yeah, can you roll an investigation for me? Sure thing. And if the rest of you just position yourselves where you want to be hanging out while that's going on. Okay. Uh, do we know where in space it disappeared? Yeah, over right next to sixty foot up above Riddle now. Okay, Exodus gonna stay in there. Okay. All right. I'm staying next to the very nice Paladin who makes me feel better. <laughs> okay, um, Lauren, you think, um, and Sir Petrus probably as well, going over there to the other end, that there's a weak spot between the this room and the other world um, over in this other corner of the room. 
the other end, the north end. Right, I'm going to let the other people in the um, cathedral know and I'll stand next to Sir Petrus and offer my hand before trying to push through. Okay. Uh, may I take a moment? I want to scour the, uh, the area here to see if there's any, um, anything that might inform our quest for this yeah. missing woman. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I, to, I was looking around for any evidence of the girl. Let's see. Um, within seconds, um, within a few moments, while you're doing your search, the search, let's say, is about a 10-minute sort of thing other than just a cursory look. Um, 60 foot above, this screaming hymn appears and, <laughs> and this angel dive bombs uh, Sir Lottle and Riddle. Mm -hmm. um, it lands and attacks. Uh, I guess it's too late to say that we were holding our actions. Uh, well, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it goes for Sir Lottle. Is it the same one? Is it injured? It's the same one and it's badly injured. Hmm. It attacks you, Sir Lottle. And that, yeah, that's right, mm -hmm. Sir Petrus. So that seems quite odd. Um, an 18, does that hit Sir Lottle? Nope. Uh, AC 24. Okay. Um, it attacks again. Also missing. Um, Riddle, you're right there. What do you want to do? Um, I am going to try Hail Mary. <laughs> I am going to try use Polymorph. Polymorph. Mm. Uh, wisdom save DC 19. Wow, good one. Or it's going to be a standard turtle. Okay. It doesn't have legendary resistance, but it does have magic resistance, giving it advantage. So, here we go. Two rolls. One, 26, natural 20. Oh. Okay, so it almost turns into a turtle, because it failed the second roll, but it passed the first one. Um, Ashtar. Something at ground level. One, two, yeah. three, four, five, six. And it's within 30 feet of you. Where's my token? I can't see for some reason. Oh. Ah. Is that, is that where you want to be? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sorry, I just couldn't see it for some reason. You were uh, hidden in the carpet there, camouflaged. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so you're okay, racing. So, Two-handed sword in hand. Yeah. So frustrated with, like, the bow that I'm just like, that useless. Okay, now it's time to shine. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Smash it. Okay. With my... Oh, my God. <laughs> Roll or a... I'm not. Roll a hit. 15. Okay. That's going to miss. Have another one. This one won't. 
Armor class 26, that hits. 18 slashing damage. Plus, uh, radiant, oh, I get, I'll just... Radiant. I get to reroll that too as well, unless it doesn't do anything, then I won't bother rolling. Yeah, okay. Um, it's resistant to radiant, so we just have to make sure we have that radiant damage. Well, I'll reroll it because it's a 2. Okay. And I got a 6 this time, so that will be a 3. Okay. So... And then I get one damage. More. Also, um... I forgot about this before, but my slasher ability means that it its um, movement is lessened. Okay. Is that when you crit? Um, no, that's just on a hit. When I crit, it's wounded. Okay. So. Alright. I just have to try and remember that. Which is, this one's a crit. What? I can't see it. Oh, it, it, it. oh nice. Oh, my God. Okay. So, does that mean I... Roll 2d6. You double all the dice. Yeah, two, double the yeah. 2d6 for the radiant as well. But I can reroll this one, so I'll just do that again. And now it's a three. And then I get one more attack, yeah? Seven, eight, nine. Halved is four plus 31. So 35 damage with that hit. And then I got one more. Uh, Interroll 2d6 more for the radiant damage. Uh, she's done. She rolled two d six already. It's only one d six to extra damage. Well, isn't it doubled by crit? Yeah, it was one, and now it's two. Oh, okay. Um, now. Oh, yeah, I, I get confused because of the layout. Yeah. Okay, you get another one that misses, but great, yeah. great weapon master. You still get a bonus action attack as well, because you did a crit. Oh yeah. Okay, another one. It's too bad. It's worse. Oh, sixteen. Okay. Have you action surge? Oh, you don't have it. Do you have action surge? I do. I can yeah. use action. Oh. You're right. All right, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. That's. I'm gonna attack. You gotta make use of that before it flies away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While it's within my range, yeah. I'm gonna hit it. Make hay. Guys, I don't think I don't think Asher needs us in this what? party actually. Yeah. <laughs> That is a nat 20, so that's a crit. Oh my god. And that is... So I need to do another double. Another 2d6, and they're both ones, so I can reroll one of them, right? Yep. Both. Can reroll both. Oh, sweet. You can reroll all ones one. and twos. Okay, so you get a 5, yep. so that goes down. Okay. It's um, critically injured by that point, and you've still got two more attacks. And it would be um, wounded and slower, too, uh, now. Yeah. Yep, no more flying oh, away. So that's fast. another crit. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. So let's do that again. 32, armor class 32. So then there's one more attack, right? Yes. See what this one is. This one is a twenty to hit. Uh, that hits. And then the three for the extra d six. Oh my god! You kill it. Yes. I'm so annoyed <laughs> that the bow didn't work. That I've just gone in and gone. I don't care anymore. Smack, 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 smack. <laughs> just die. Okay, and it just collapses. It doesn't go sending back anywhere or anything like that. It's just dead. So the corpse is a corpse. It's not like um, yeah. doesn't turn to ash or something no. crazy like that. 
Interesting. Cool. And we drop out of combat. Calls over to Astro, you're a boss! <laughs> Nicely done. Um, yeah. Uh, Astro, I reckon that he's dead. Everyone looks sideways. What did he just say? Are you gonna eat that? Are you gonna eat that? Uh, no. You know what? I'm good. Um. Do you mind uh, if I, if I have a bite? I mean, are you gonna cook it first? You're just gonna eat it? Hey, go for it. Whatever. Hey, it's not my. Um, who am I to Thanks. judge? Uh, can I can I have myself like a drumstick? A calf? Or or a wing? No, the wings. Okay. Because the feathers give right. the, the extra flavor. Um, is your divine sense still going? Uh, no, it's an action. It's just instantaneous. Okay. Well, um, what do you want to do, everyone? Well, uh, I'm trying to carve myself some dinner. Yeah, you're doing. You're, do, you're, you're busy doing that. Anybody? Yeah. How are the angels up in the gods? There's no sound anymore. Um, Aloran, can you do an arcana for me? Sure. Okay, 20. You're not sensing any um, uh, presence like you were before, looking up at these angels area. Looks like while well, there's lots up there, there was probably only one actual living creature. And so, uh, so Petrus and I look at each other, and we then both go in separate directions and start searching. Searching. And... Yep. Okay. So it looks like um, uh, this was an area of worship at one stage, uh, like a grand entry hall, a place where there could be prayer with locals and so on but um there might be other if you think of this as being a temple the place where visitors come to give worship would be the the first main area that you come to which looks very much like this um you definitely find that there's a weak place you know over at the other end of the room as if you could part the veil again But it, it feels like getting onto the stair rather than getting off it. Is there any evidence around of um, the girl or um, something like out of place for this kind of, like obviously like books that are like prayers or something are not going to be out of place, but... No, only the, only the tiles that are ripped away from the face of the mosaic of the man praying is um, the only thing looking odd other than the place looking dilapidated. Okay. Um, also, Sir Petrus and Alora nutting your heads together. Um, you would believe that banishment should have sent this thing back to where it came from. So you surmise that wherever this realm is that you're in, if it's some sort of, uh, there's something preventing you from 
just banishing things and it being a way to almost escape by banishing. Otherwise, you could sort of banish each other home. Hmm. Curious. And if this is some sort, I... sort of prison domain or prison realm, uh, banishment's not, some, not a means that you could um, uh, use to escape. Uh, I'd like to throw up a quick detect magic as I start, you know, okay. potentially looting. The, the, the place is radiating, radiating strong magic on the walls. Um, yeah. Just the nature of this demiplane. Um, nothing else really radiating strong magic. Shame. Yeah. Riddle just is going to be like, I'm just going to go lay down over here and literally just lay down on one of the pews okay. <laughs> and try and rest as much as possible. Yeah. Is there any text around in Celestial that I could read that might give us information? Um, let's have a look. Now that I'm holding my sword again? Yes. Never going to use that bow again. Yeah. Screw the bow. Make a fire. Use a, Make a spit. Um, you think that from reading these texts, it looks like this temple predates the fall of Elysium. So when it fell, it was broken um, and it's in its state that it was when this place probably was a, a, a city in a, um, one of the upper plains. Um, do I get any sense that um, the feeling from this place is any similar at all similar to the the sense of the um, what was the something Clara? No, um, no, very different to that. Sacra Clara, Sacra Mara was uh, felt corrupted. Yeah. This okay. feels. But this one doesn't. No, this feels still consecrated, still not cleaned, but maintained in its um, uh, Ooh, okay. um, sanctity. Yeah. yeah. Cool, thank you. Do we wish to take a short rest while we know this area is safe? Riddle's asleep. She doesn't answer. Mm. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'm already falling asleep. <laughs> Don't have to. Anyone? Well, I think we need some greater safety than this. Perhaps the mansion again? I, sure. Very happy to. Or are we thinking only a short rest? That is the question. Yep. We can always start with a short rest and see how it goes. Mm. Short rest at least. Okay. This is a poor laying on a bench. Okay. Um, uh, uh, I, I was talking without pushing the talk. Uh, I have a question. Is there any indication that this might be the temple of the gown silhouette? I suspect it's part of that temple. Mm. 
I mean, uh, I'm wondering if the silhouette that's at the altar could be described as gaunt. This is no. This is uh, um, when the smiling cat mentioned it. Um, they said gaunt, as in haggard, slender, slender man. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, you take a cue from Riddle. Everyone pulls up a pew, has a rest. Um, you manage to get an hour of uninterrupted sleep. In fact, it feels quite peaceful. And rather than, uh, you know, that anxiety hanging over you through some of the rests that you've had, it almost it feels as if there's a um, a friendly angel watching over you. Maybe a bit creepy as well. <laughs> mm. uh, but you awaken. Uh, not awaken, you're only just resting at this point. If you really want to have a sleep and get all your spells back and so on, you could carry on. But it, you don't get a sense that this place um, sees any traffic at all. Hmm. I'd say any traffic hall, there might be some little scraps to show that somebody's been here and eaten some food and discarded it or whatever. The odd, very old banana peel, stuff like that. It's up to everyone else. Um, never say no to a long rest, hmm. but Riddle's fine on a short rest as well. I can just it's spend fun. some hit with ice. I'm okay on a short rest too, but um, I guess the, the magic users tend to uh, need, they, they get tired, mm. they need their sleep. Yes. yes. No worries, if I'm out of magic, I can still hit things. Okay, so I'll finish with a short rest. You um, can roll any hit dice that you choose to, to heal up. Recover any short rest abilities, and you each um, go up to level seventeen. Hey. Oh, nice! Fantastic. Now, going up to level seventeen on a short rest, because I, I don't necessarily need long rests to to, to level up. Um, I think I might have mentioned it before, but or maybe to some of you only. Um, you'll go yeah, up... It was in the Witch Light campaign. Yeah, right, yeah. So you go up in level, but um, you don't, you can't relearn, uh, uh, you know, change your spells around or get all of your hit points back or, or whatnot. So if you're injured, you're still injured. Um, you get, the, if you need to prepare spells or pick from a list, um, you can't prepare new ones, but you get the additional slots that going up a level would give you. I think that might give you a new spell level too. Uh, yeah, for Paulson, I think I get my fifth. Right. And you only had fourth before that? Yep. Oh, okay, so it's a big level up in terms of getting extra of spell power. 
And you guys just... Yeah, but uh, I can't pick any fifth level spells yet, so... Not this morning, not, be, not at the short rest, but at the end of a long rest you can. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I do have some that are just granted, like, you know, the ones that you don't have to prepare. Can I still use them? Um, if it says that they're already always prepared, then that's fine. Okay. It's just things that reset on a long rest, you can't. And I think... Got it. Yeah, so you've had a short rest, you... What's the intention from here? Go back onto the stair, I guess. Yeah, I think we have to go back into the endless, I mean, the infinite stair and continue exploring. Okay. Yes, we, go, we go down, right? I mean, they were still down. Oh, the stairway that well, you went I up. I think there's plenty of up as well. Yeah, they all went, they continue, it continued up as well. I misunderstood that. I'm sorry. And when uh, the creature, the I broke him, remember when it fled? Um, it flew up and it attacked you from beneath. Yeah, I just, I mean, I knew there was up. When it grabbed clean. But I wasn't sure if it, um, the stairs went up. You oh, know? yeah, like, yeah. So the stair, that, well, there was two landings. It, it's a spiral yeah. staircase continuing and there's landing upon landing upon landing. Um, cool, cool, cool. Yep. Okay. So has everyone done their um, business? Uh, I think it would just roll one hit die. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Well, two, why not? So, um, at the end of the rest, everybody adds seven points, additional hit points. Great, song of rest. As, um, you know, Lauren just kind of uh, so plays a happier what? tune. Uh, how much? D12? Seven. Seven. Yep. One D12 okay. hit points. There we go. I'm also. Uh, so if we, the moment we enter the stairwell, yeah. I'll ping on my divine divine sense again. Okay. As soon as you enter, um, but you know you ping your divine sense. And you can feel something coming from beneath straight away. Yeah. Oh, uh, it doesn't go through stones and stuff. That's okay. Okay. I think it's beneath us. The shadow creature. I mean, sure, we can just ignore it. 86. Uh... 
And what do you want to do? So, uh, uh, so Sir Lottle has said, the creature's still coming. I can sense it beneath. I think we move up to the next okay. landing and try and force our way through. Okay, so... Okay. Uh, in the move order, Xeroto will go last so that he's the first line of defense against the creature. Okay. All right, so you don't hang around there. No investigations, no whatnot. Um, you just belt up, belt up the stairs and get to another landing. This is a different landing, and you can tell that it's different to the one that you got off on. How is it different? Um, just the markings on the stones. You can tell that it's not all completely even, like you're going up around. Mm -hmm. Does this one also have that feeling of like, we can push through stronger here than? Yes. A veil mm. rather than a doorway. Yeah, yeah, like a real soft entrance kind of yes. thing. Yes. What do you guys I think? Don't... Sorry. Mm. Are there claw marks on the wall still? Here and there, yeah. Or yeah, definitely. The whole, whole distance that you've come up. It looks like the thing, the thing that lives in here um, has been there here a long time, probably just walking the stairs. We either push in or we run down two levels and return to Cicero's. I see those as our options. Does Solotl need his scimitar? I mean, not necessarily. Uh, but mechanically, I, I have an axe that's exactly the same damage and stuff. I just think scimitars are cool. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just as he's not less effective. Yeah. So what do you want to do? Go up or race down? So Lotto, what's it's right at the limits of the range, but it's 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 within thirty feet. This thing. Uh, uh it's not it's not continuous. Oh, it's a pulse. It, the device sense is like instantaneous. Oh, it's a pulse. Okay. Yeah. So j just in case it comes up to us, I'm last in the order. In the move order. Okay. So I'm the first one. So um, upwards. I think we may as well, um, rather than backtracking. Okay, this is new. But we could also push through this little. Oh, sorry. I thought that's what we were discussing. I would. Uh, be keen to search this next entry point or exit from the infinite staircase. Okay, cool. All right. Um, you push through, and it's very easy. Again, you just sort of stumble through and appear in another room. Um, it's a ruined chamber, but it's spotlessly clean. Um, the, your feet squeak on the floor. It's so shiny polished. Not so much so to be slippery, but um, you know, it's only just been done. The walls of the chamber have been decorated with large images gouged out of the stone. 
um, depicting a bulbous creature with a large central eye and ten spokes, all with eyes on them. Against the wall there's mops, brushes, sponges, buckets, a host of other cleaning paraphernalia stacked up in a very organised, you know, by length. And um, in the centre of the room, this floating orb-shaped ghostly apparition levitates there. It's a bulbous mass of flesh with a single lidless eye. It's deep uh, the deep purple pupil is shaped like a spider. The, and instead of having one slit, there's, there's eight. The we are so dead. The ghostly eye stalks droop from its head, its mouth filled with serrated teeth, and it whispers to you, Welcome. Welcome to the temple. Do not track mud within. Clean up after yourselves. Do not remove anything. Uh, divine sense? Uh, undead. It's a fiend. Undead, undead okay. Lauren's going to start making sure that he's impeccably clean. It floats over to you and then just watches you. Um, and says, Riddle Castle. Oh, sorry. It says, Do you understand? Do we understand? Not at all. Yes, this is understood. Hmm. <laughs> what were you going to say, Riddle? Sorry? Riddle casts Levitate and just checks underneath her paws, making sure she's oh. left. Um, can you roll a persuasion? Prince. Can you roll a persuasion with advantage? Clean yourself. Persuasion with advantage? Yes. Oh. oh, okay. It floats over in this direction. Goes straight. Yeah, not doing well. Goes straight through the wall. <laughs> cool. And then spins and looks at you. Riddle. Yep. And it just looks curious. That's it. Are there any dirty prints underneath me, or? No, there's not. No, okay. I'll, I'll do my best to leave no mark behind. The room looks fairly empty within. Reassured that I am clean and not leaving any like Riddle has, I'm going to kind of step off and move into the room just a little bit. Okay. Um, is my Detect Magic still up? Uh, didn't you have the short rest since then? 
I can't remember. Ah, uh, yeah, probably did. Never mind. Instead of going through the wall this time, Riddle, um, when Lauren starts speaking, the creature just drifts down through the floor and is completely gone, and then appears up, floating up next to you, Lauren. Did I miss a spot? I'm, you know, I don't have eyes at the back of my head. And as it looks at you, you can sense that um, uh, your gear is a little bit heavier. It feels like the things that are magical are no longer magical. Thank you. That was super helpful. <laughs> Okay, are we going to spend a lot of time talking to this spirit? I don't oh. see the girl anywhere in here. So, how far is the cleaning supplies from us? Is like, is there a damp cloth or something amongst them? Oh yeah, yep. There's cleaning supplies, there's mops and stuff like that. Can I cast Mage Hand and use Mage Hand to just kind of mop underneath, where, where grab a cloth and mop underneath <laughs> okay. myself. You, um... You, I'd be like, someone has to push me, by the way. You, you can't get a mage hand. Um, it go, goes and grabs the mop. Um, the undead ghost beholder looks at you um, and nods approvingly. And as the mop gets closer to where the beholder is, um, the beholder closes its big eye. And it says, may as well make the magic do its work. And one of the other eye, one of the eyes looks at a mop and the mop starts moving and starts mopping around the same area as if it's doing it with you. Um, then I'm going to let myself lower to the ground so I'm touching the floor again and try okay. and encourage the cleaning supplies to follow us. Okay, so you and... Uh, you and this um, undead, ghostly, ethereal beholder start sort of both controlling mops with telekinetic nephic hands or whatnot. And uh, it looks at you and says, so, what brings you here? <laughs> Just like two, clean uh -huh. two cleaners having a chat while they do their work. <laughs> Uh, we're looking for a young girl. I hope she hasn't been through here and made a mess of your beautiful floor. Mm. There was a girl here, not long back. I don't know why. I think she seemed to find what she was looking for, though. She seemed pleased. Did she? Mm. Perhaps you can guide us in the direction she went. We'd hate for her to come back through here tracking mud by accident. Well, we'll just finish up here, I guess. And says, um, um. Where, and starts to make some idle banter. So where are you from? 
very far away, and I'm from another time. Yeah. But <laughs> I've, I've, I've been here since the beginning. Maybe not as long as that, my friend. Mm. I'm gonna maybe su try and suggest maybe everyone come forward to the altar in front of the cleaning mm. supplies as subtly as I can with my hands. <laughs> like, okay. this room like used come to on, guys! This room used to be full. You missed a spot there where the, where the copper poles used to join in. They're rougher than the smooth stone. And this creature brings an eye around and uh, mm -hmm. disintegrates the stone smooth. Yeah. How silly of me and I'll send the cloth my hand over <laughs> with the mop of the cloth. Alright. <laughs> um, well, it has been good working together with company. My name's Zizox. Zcox. I'll to put that in the chat. Clear up any... Zcox, hmm. thank you for your hospitality. I am Riddle, this is Ashtar, Alora, Zalotl, and, <laughs> and... And that is Sir Petrus. And as I said, we're we're simply looking for a young girl who may have popped through here. Ah, I am, as I said, Zakox, and I am caretaker here. The true mistress. And you've done a fabulous is, job. The true mistress is the goddess that watches over it. But I keep things in order. This one's particularly hard. Starts to rattle off a um, professional appraisal of how hard it is to clean this room. See all those marks there? There used to be a great machine in this place. A giant clockwork one. It had something to do with the constellations, the night sky. It was always leaking oil and so I made a deal with uh, the custodians of the mausoleum. They take oh, it. Very they took it away and oh, very clever. now it's clean and empty. As all things should be. And after you finished with the room, um, uh, da, 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 da. Cox says uh, there are a number of rooms. You can move about them by going to the stair, but make haste, lest the Nabasu catch you. I th think we have met the Nabasu. It says. It has taken one of our companions already, unfortunately. I, I hope the body didn't leave a mess here. No. Oh. Yes, it consumes those it kills. Well, shall we go to the next floor? 
Yes, please, do guide the way. Okay. It takes you over to the other end of the chamber. You can see where there's this huge statue of a beholder that it's been carving itself, using its, to the best of its ability, sculpting with Disintegrate Ray. What a fantastic self-portrait <laughs> you've been working on. Very lifelike. And you step back onto the stair, and uh, this beholder follows you. She says, I don't know where she went, but I will accompany you throughout. Many thanks. Um, companions, do you remember exactly where we would like to, we need to go? The only room, <coughs> the only rooms of the temple are further above. Yes, I think just continue. If you, yes. if you go to other areas beyond, you'll end up in different areas of the city. Oh. Thank you for the knowledge. And it sounds like we must go up, my friends. Uh, I guess Xeroto will refuses to address the spirit directly. Yep. So he'll whisper into Ashtar's ear about uh, that we are looking for Temple of the Gone Silwitz and the Great Library. And if he could direct us to which path would get us the closest oh. to either of those. Um... He, after relaying the information, he looks at you a little bit oddly and then looks to Riddle um, and says, this is the Temple of the Gaunt Silhouette. If you're lucky enough to see the god of this place, that is how she appears. I'm going to cast Scene Visibility. Okay. Cast see invisibility and look around, and you don't see anything. Nothing shows up as invisible. Uh, it also lets me to see into ethereal plane. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, ethereal creatures and objects appear. Ghost okay. interest. Yeah, ethereal plane. Okay. In the ethereal plane. Let's have a look. You see this. Uh, nothing yet on my end. Try again. Ah, oh, here we go. I'm just editing uh, access. Is that coming up? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I see it. Uh, any particular place within the within the room? Um, it's above you. Remember, the ethereal plane is you know you, that's how you go through walls and through things. So it's just you know partly in the ceiling, maybe. Mm -hmm. You're looking out of the world that you're in into the border ethereal. And there's this slender silhouette of, a, of like a shadow on a wall. 
Okay. Uh, he'll look directly at it and say, Hello. We are in dire need of a friend, and we are told you might be one. Um, doesn't move. Only, can, only just slightly that you can see that it is mobile. It doesn't really respond to you. Can I say the same thing, but in Celestial? Celestial, yeah. You say it in Celestial. It seems to move as if, like, to like turning an ear, as if it is understanding what you're saying, um, but doesn't speak or say anything. Okay, uh, I'm zero to well, let's go now. That, that happened. Okay. Well, yeah, it seems to understand Celestial. Yeah, I mean, at least we can communicate. Are there any questions any of you has for the Garm Silhouette? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm falling asleep. No, yeah, I was going to late call it at 12, so we've just, just gone past, but... Um, uh, I mean, this is as good place as any. Yeah. It gives us time to figure of anything. So before we... Yeah, before we finish the conversation with the gaunt silhouette or well, the conversation that's overstating it but um and before we move through any more veils or any more floors or whatnot uh let's call it there that's a that, yeah you're right that's a good good space and then we can pick up a conversation or at least um directing any more state statements um <laughs> the and uh you're now 17th level so it'll be, yeah. be cool to see once you can get, get yourselves a long rest for most of you, um, what that means. And um, we will proceed on through the, um, through the, sh the temple, Temple of the Gods of the Wet in a fortnight. Oh yeah. All right. Fantastic. Well, a lot happened this time, I think. It did. We definitely made up for missing last week. Uh, yeah. All right. I mean, that's worth me. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks very much, everyone, and I'll see you in a fortnight. Oh, I have to go to bed.